Let's get this bitch cracking. Episode number one. We don't even have a fucking name, but we're rolling with it. That's right. Orlando Martinez. I haven't seen this guy since fucking freshman year. This is wild. I can't lie. I can't Dude, yeah. lie. Organically came together as a podcast, and this is episode one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Slid in so my are you doing great shit yeah. with the chemist, and I was like, ah, damn. Slid in my DMs. Had to. Yeah, but so what we're doing here is Premier League. Basically, Premier League. We're going to touch on other stuff. World Cup's coming up. I'm very excited about World Cup. But today, episode one, majority of the episodes is going to be from the episode from the uh, perspective of an Arsenal fan and a Man City fan. So, yeah, that's what we're doing here. Go ahead. Let me know how you got into being a, a, a Manchester City fan. What are your expectations for the season? I'll kind of give mine Man. for Arsenal. And then what we're going to do, week three fixtures get into that shit uh go over them because this week was exciting we were texting all weekend oh just, man man this game's great then oh Dude. shit this game's great but yeah cracking start to the season hadn't it oh my awesome. lord awesome yeah I'm yeah but so basically really excited to get things going man i think the premier league is obviously one of the best leagues if not the best uh always a dispute we'll have that conversation for another day but i mean what i ultimately the 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 love I have for City just stems from the NYC connection, the the City Academy overall, the City Football Group. Uh, I just love something I wish the fucking Yankees would be able to do, which is just make smart investments, make quality, sound judgments from the recruiting standpoint, and build something off of one mastermind and also a second guy that I think I'm probably going to bring up a lot more, which is Tiki as our director but yeah in the era of pep i've been thankful i've been blessed i joined the city fanhood way before the money got there so i was well in the michael richards in the sammy nasri's in the um Adebayors. we had great teams then um yeah, but former gunner there dude i know it i know it we're thriving right now though so i'm loving it but uh yeah cracking start to a season so far awesome season I think everybody's going to agree. City's season, City's league. What? What are you going to be three times in a row? This one? I, I don't see it happening. If really? I'm being realistic and honest with you, I just don't see it happening. What? The amount of change. I know, I know, it's wild, but I've got to be realistic. I've got to understand that the changes don't come easy. And I mean, you touched a, bit, uh, a little bit about it in the DMs when we were talking about you've been disappointed with Jack Grealish, and I say mm -hmm. he's case in point. He, he's a case in point of a player that comes to a Pep Guardiola based on certain dynamics we know he fits. But the adjustment is that this player has not done the things he's going to be expected to do for City. It's, mm -hmm. this, this ain't Villa. This ain't what you had then. And so that adjustment time, if by the end of this year, I haven't seen the numbers. It's not the passing statistics. It's not... Um, the amount of gameplay, the minutes, the touches, I'm talking about goals and assists. This is the year for him to show it to us. I really believe that. I think you're being generous. I think you're going to wait to the end of the year because I'm not waiting to the end. I'm waiting until like uh -huh. halfway through the year. He's already uh -huh. got a year. He already got his year. Yeah. I was generous because I, I honestly, he's one of my favorite players. I would have loved oh, yeah? Arsenal to get him. Wow. Yeah, I really like Grealish. I loved him at Villa. He was the star of that team. Yeah. And maybe it's one of those things where, like, you know, you're the star of a small club, which Villa's, you know, 
it's not one of the big six, but yeah. I wouldn't say it's a tiny club because they have a lot of money over there. And, um, but yeah, so, he was always one of my favorite. I was always pissed when Garrett Southgate wouldn't fucking play him and on the England yeah. team. Oh that God, we'll talk about him. I, I definitely got issues Southgate. with that guy. Yo, but but let me ask you though, that what does that come with the premise with Jack? Are you expecting him to start every game? Does that do you make that statement that Jack is a starter? Because I'm gonna tell you right now, I got Phil starting any day over Jack. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But he's not showing anything, quite frankly. He looks, no. he looks out of place, and I yeah. never would have thought that. He just yeah. he looks so slow on that city team. Where I didn't ever think he was like a pace merchant, but I always thought like he had an all a great all around game. And I'm not seeing it. He looks out of place when the ball gets to him. It's like the world stops and cities just stops when it gets to him. Yeah. And you're being generous, I think, because he needs to show it soon. Because yeah. hundred million dollar transfer. One so, of the okay. English transfers of all time. You could say, oh, whatever, you know, it's just a price, but it, you're always going to be judging know. that. Look at, look at Nicolas Pepe, right? Right. Flop. Complete yeah. flop for Arsenal. He's how going how much did he cost? Starting today. 72 million, which is a okay. lot. I, I want to be clear on one thing. I just want to put it out there for the Jack Grealish. We, we, we paid a clause, we didn't negotiate. It wasn't a, a sit down conversation, it was a release clause. Okay. So, it, it wasn't even a we it's could so sit down and. And no, no, no doubt, no doubt. That, that that's a fat, that's a fat, a hundred racks. Come on, bro. Come, on. I mean, that's a lot, no doubt. That's a lot of money. And when you paid it, I wasn't even like, oh, that's a big overpay. I was like, yeah, it's a slight overpay, but I mean, he's young. Villa's gonna want money. Like, I, I would said around eighty, but like, I wouldn't have been like a hundred. All right, whatever. City's got the money. But yeah, so let's go back to where you started. City, right? I was going to you were like, I'm a big fan of City. I'm a, I was going to say, oh, you're a big fan of oil, too, right? You know, there's always the oil <laughs> money jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, and they're always going to be criticized for that. People with teams like Manchester United, even like Arsenal. Oh, hey, look, at, look, at, look at Man City. They just got money and they bought. But you can't deny how they've structured things to where it's a point now. You're getting $30 million for Zinchenko, $40 million for Jesus. Probably could have got more, and we'll talk about that when we get to the Arsenal Oh, my section. God. You know, 45 for Sterling, and then you pay 50 for Holling. So, like, they're at the point now, which Chelsea got to at some point, where they invest, 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 just spend mm -hmm. money out of the ass. Yeah. Financial fair play, go fuck yourself. But now you're <laughs> at a point where you're kind of a self-sustaining model, right? You sell mm -hmm. to buy. You sell to buy. And it's – listen – the jokes are the jokes. They'll always be there. And as a city fan, you got to learn to ignore it. But you have to, you do have to give credit because their academy, their fucking, you know, the way they're run, like I said, the way they're self sustaining now, it's it's perfect. And you got oh, yeah. this coach. Pepe oh, yeah. Marcolo. He's still the best to me. You know, really? We'll day. have that conversation yeah. too. We can probably get a top five so at some many point. conversations because I have so much to say. It's tough to talk soccer, you know or football, whatever you want to call it. Because there's just some fans that don't, like, sit there Saturday mornings and watch everything. So, right. I don't know. I like to talk to fans who watch everything and know what they're actually talking about. Usually, the Chelsea fans, they only know Chelsea. Man yeah. U fans, they only know Man U. You seem to know everything. That's how this podcast came about. But, yeah. So, back to City. Yeah. So, as an American... Model and Premier League title. I really need to know why you think they're not going to win. Because I think that's a fucking insane statement and a hell of a it's, way to start this podcast. I, it's, I'm basically taking the field based on the notion that I just think 
the competition, mainly Arsenal, has caught up to what we're trying to do. Trying now, to don't don't try to kiss my. No, no, it's it's the valid <laughs> truth. I I can really give before you, I will actually because you know Arsenal better. I feel like I should give you my approach on what I think Arsenal has done before, just so that you hear from an outsider's perspective. Because I don't know your transfers, I don't know your scouting, I don't know what you're looking at. You brought up a few players that you guys were looking at, and I was like, damn, I didn't even know y'all motherfuckers were looking at that guy because we low key were too. So, but as I can't go any further without shouting out Sheikh Mansoor, all praise to Allah. I'm salam alaikum. I'm Alibad Halam. Thank you, sir. I am thankful for you every single day. Is that you your are owner? not. Yeah, he okay. is not the owner. He has five percent of Ferrari. He has two wives, and for every day, he is the Only owner. Two? Only two. Only two. <laughs> he, hey, listen, he has class. Okay, that's all I'm going to say about that. I am thankful for him every single day. And yeah, this, the, you nailed it right on the head. It is self-sustained at this point. Mm-hmm. We are not, we we did not overpay for Cucurella. We can. We did not overpay for Harry Maguire. We did not Harry, Harry pay for Fred. We did not Harry uh, uh, overpay for any of these players. So and we did that with the full intention that if we're going to say we're spending the money, it's going to be based on what we think the evaluation is. If we can negotiate, if it's a, if it's a flat out release clause, we're paying that whole or we're not, there, there's nothing mm-hmm. we can do. So we didn't try to go get Rena and Lodi. I mean, the list goes on and on on players that we haven't gotten. Now city, other city fans will also tell you we should have pulled the trigger on a couple fucking players. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. Ultimately, I think the window's done for us. I think it would be a fucking stretch and, quite frankly, a shock to my system if we lose any other player on this roster right now. And I know who you're talking about. God. In particular. Oh, my God. Yeah. So so you had, you had a question. It was, why do I ultimately not think they're going to win the title? And it's just two main reasons right now. Consistency and rhythm. I just don't think with the new players in and – since we've been talking, we've had a friendly with Barcelona today, and Calvin Phillips hurt his shoulders. He came out. Oh. Rodri had to play, and uh, I think a couple other subs Why came the on. Fuck, are you guys playing a friendly? Stupid as fuck. Here's a lot of city fans are saying the same money. thing. Open a yeah. lemonade stand. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to be pissed as fuck if tomorrow the headlines are Barcelona have opened a fifth lever and they got 250 million based on recent whatever, and they're out to get. Whoever they're just gonna fucking kidnap Bernardo Silver. I mean, that's clearly what this is. If that happens tomorrow, you know that this whole thing was a sham. And oh, he shouldn't have been let allowed in Catalonia. Yeah. yeah, if he wasn't starting, he shouldn't even been allowed. Honestly, there's there's a tracking device in his ass. <laughs> the moment he landed, <laughs> so who's winning the league if Man City's not? That's the question. I don't want to say. Do Do you really want me to say it? <laughs> if, if you jinx it. Oh, oh. Don't stop. I'm going to tell you my top four predictions, and it's going to sound so bad. I can't. I have it written. I sent it to you in a, in a photo, so I can't front. I can't lie. I'm going four Spurs, three Arsenal, two City, one Liverpool. Not looking good. So far. <laughs> I'm not looking and good we'll at all. We'll talk about that. What we're going to do, we're going to go one by one through this weekend's fixtures because yeah. – um, because it was a hell of a weekend. The, the first two weeks have been nuts. Um, and yeah, we, we got to talk about the fixtures because it was a great weekend. I think I watched every fucking game. I might have missed a couple. 
Um, I'm, I'm definitely don't watch Southampton versus Leicester, but um, yeah, I, I watch majority of the fixtures. But before we start week three, give me your perspective on Arsenal because yeah. Arsenal's an annoying team to talk about because people love to fucking pile on Arsenal. They were the top team with Man United in early 2000. Thierry Henry, the best Premier League player of all time, period. You can argue, <laughs> but I'm not going to argue for long. I'll give you like 30 seconds, but it's, it's Thierry Henry. Don't give me fucking, oh, Harry Kane I passed him in this. guy doesn't have one goddamn trophy. Not Fuck a single off. one. You're going, you're going compute, uh, complete resume in the Prem, right? You're saying Thierry complete. Henry's yeah. pound for pound. Okay. Yeah, he's the best player in the Premier League of sure. all time. His, his resume is just sick, 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 sick. Yeah. But you know, people love to pile on Arsenal. It's had hard to have good conversations with people about Arsenal because they're clouded by, you know, the Wenger out days where the Arsenal fans were angry, chasing out Arsene Wenger, which to me was well-deserved. You know me. I, I like to hold my ownership accountable. I'm fed up with the fucking Yankees. Yeah. You know, there was points where I was fed up with, with Arsene Wenger as well. He sh- To me, he should have been gone six years before he, he left, like 2010. 11 should have probably been his last year. Things got stale. Uh-huh. The recruiting was awful. The ownership investment was awful. And it just became terrible where you had, you know, we were buying David Louise and fucking Willian and stuff like that. And that Willian, I think, is the, the, the signaling of the complete change of Arsenal, I'm hoping. When we terminated William's con- Willian's contract, we did have some good buys before that, but to me, that was the last bad, bad, bad signing Arsenal made, and I hope so, because that was yeah. a travesty of a signing. He yeah. came here with nothing to prove. He didn't even want to fucking be here. They gave him like two hundred twenty-five. Oh, that's what that. I was going to ask. The wages three hundred k a week, which My is Lord. insane. Yeah, he didn't even deserve it, and he came here and mailed it in for an entire fucking season. It was awful. I mean, Brian, seasons ever for Arsenal. We got to call it how it is, though. Let's be honest. You are one of the more, I mean, and, and we can go through this in evidence. You are, and it's not that it's wrong criticism, but you are dead on so fucking honest about the approach the Yankees have done. And I would have to go back and look at shit, and I'm just like, I mean, he's not wrong. There's, and it's, and it's harsh. It's gotten to the point to where it's that bad. And I feel like, for as bad as Arsenal have been, for everything that you've pointed out with the scouting and the Willian contract, I'm. It's so the 180 right now, man. It yeah, is no. so proper. Recruiting's been great. Recruiting's yeah. been great. And let me just say my piece, and then I want to hear your perspective. Because usually when I talk to people, it's a pile on. Oh, Arsenal, Arsenal. You know, they're a joke club. They're a small club now. Blah 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 blah. Oh, God. None of that's true. We're, no. we're, we're, but it's been bad. Let's be honest. And I'm an honest fan. It's been terrible for Arsenal. They're not, you know, they've been in the same breath as like Leicester and Aston Villa for the past couple of years. I think we're back. We're on our way to back on top. Top four is a must this year to prove that to people. Have to get Champions League this year, mm-hmm. whether it's top four or I'll take fifth in the Europa League because Europa League gets us back in Champions. Nothing else. Nothing else. Minimum. That's it. There's yeah. no more, oh, trust the process. The yeah. process has an end date. It's this year. A trophy, question mark. Can uh, you get a trophy? We need Champions League as well. That's a must. Yeah. All the big players want to play in Champions League. Oh, yeah. Time to be there with the big boys. And we deserve it because I really like this team. 
The recruiting's been great. I mean, a couple years ago, William. Now we got Odegaard. We're bringing in um, this Vieira guy. Looks really good from Porto. I haven't. Even, he hasn't even stepped on the field. Gabriel Jesus from Man City. Zinchenko from Man City. Bringing in players who've won titles. Zinchenko's so fucking impressive. This guy is yeah. a fucking impressive dude, and it's got to be the heist of the season to get Jesus and Zinchenko for seventy million. When you yeah. see fucking uh, Darwin Darwin Nunes, who had one good season in fucking Portugal, going for a hundred million, one good season in Portugal, yeah, for a hundred. Three, three years ago, was in the second league of Spanish. Yes, just, so, just I wanted mean, to point listen, that out. I like Darwin Nunes, but give me Jesus and Jinchenko for 70 mil, save 30 mil all day. So the recruiting for Arsenal has been so much better. I'm hopeful. I'll give my targets in the season, but I want to see an outside perspective on what an outsider is actually seeing on this. So it's the rise. It's the belief and the back and support of Arteta. And it's not just... I like how you the, say that. It's not the fact that I actually call him Miguel too when I'm around the house. Miguel. It's it's not that you guys support him. It's just or that I'm an outsider. It's also that he's one with us and what he's instructing. You go to players like Leroy Sané, who was a a wonderful wonderful player for City, and you ask him how did he uh uh feel about his time with City and under Pep and he actually goes out of his way to praise Miguel because that's where he got the most of his de- development from. You're talking about uh, a true and true and in all sports right now in all generations we're looking at a more revolu- revolutionary look at coaches and the former player younger coach is the move. Miguel Arteta is the perfect example and as long as there's support you have the traditionalist. You have the old-fashioned. No, we can't cut it. He's not really one of us. He, he. he I mean, you're, he left La Masia and and went to the rest of Europe, and then came to England for a reason. Like mm-hmm. that La Masia legacy that he had, it's done and over with. And so, from an outsider's perspective, this is what I'm looking at. You went and got two winners that the development was there. You have the connection. If I can completely be honest, I just feel like we're cutting Arsenal a discount because of the fact that the front office is working with one another and they like one another. Hey, but that's, and that's okay. That's That's okay. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. That's smart. Hey, you work with Pep. Please go get us a fucking discount on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now this is, let's not get fucking, you know, let's not get overcharged, you know, yeah, it was yeah, something reasonable, and I think and, it's a discount, by the way. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. People should be mad about that. I think David Moyes. We should probably look at him at some point as we look to, towards the rest of the league. Some of the quotes that he's had because he was actually laughing at the fact of if I can tell you how many bids I've had rejected. I saw um, that. And it's just a joke because basically he's saying nobody wants to come here, kind of thing. And you're just doing so much negative recruiting at this point. Whatever, I digress. But what I really want to point out right now is when you have a club like City that are saying to Arsenal and other clubs, basically. When a player tells us they want to leave, we just tell them, come to us with the right fee and we'll let you go. I mean, yeah. I, have a, I have a manager that is openly saying that yeah. at least twice a year. So it's not like nobody can come fuck with our players. It's mm-hmm. just, a, it pisses me off to a certain degree because we really shouldn't be advertising this fucking shit. I mean, yeah, but whatever. So you got the great discounts and you got them, but 
it's the style of play now that you have the winners. It's yeah. the similarity in systems. And we can go further into that. But Miguel has got it rocking. It's easier. They're doing it right now the way early years of City were when Pep finally got his players. And some were already there. The Sakas, the Martinellis, the Odegaards. These players that were already there and survived the shit, the, the shit before, knowing when on the other side, when we get the rest of this roster right, we're going to shine through because we're that good. Unquestionable on Granit Xhaka. I think Ben White at the right back position being solidified, basically doing the inverse of what we're doing now, is sexy. I love mm-hmm. that shit because he looks now, take that evaluation, people. Those people that were looking at that oh, evaluation God. were saying, oh my God, what a shit player. Diversity, my man. That guy is more than just one position. He's mm-hmm. got the tangible, he's got the attributes that Miguel sees and says, I can vibe with it. So it's looking amazing from the outside because I'm seeing now, this is the key. You're facing teams right now. The, the schedule's the schedule. I never want to have that conversation with people because I say, but it's fair. It is fair. Beat it. Beat the people in front of you. Yeah. You look at Fulham, who's come out amazing so far. Liverpool should have gotten that. About Fulham this weekend. Oh God, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're really, they're, really they're, good. They're a physical team. <laughs> yeah, they're really, I think it's and, a great um, test for us. I really do. Yeah, and imagine they got rid of Carvajal, who ended up going mm-hmm. to Liverpool. So he's a good little player too. Dude, he's incredible. He that's whatever. Liverpool's fucking up because that guy should be starting week to week. Their midfield shit right now. Um, but yeah, my, my main thing about Arsenal is they have now th- this is the one thing I will say. I want to give this warning now. You're playing well with players that are or defenders that are just playing you straight up. They don't see that you can continue these passes and continue this movement and just have your left back doing this shit. I want you to be able to score like this when they have 10 in the fucking box. Because when you can do it, that is where City started to get stale. Started to have to find different ways to where you say, right? And from an outer, outsider's perspective, you're like, Jack gets the ball out on the wing and you're and it's, it all, it's all like time stops. If you heard Pep the other day, the criticism that he had about why Newcastle scored is because he said, we were not holding the ball more longer in the final third. Mm-hmm. Pep's argument is the teams are going to fall back already. We're in the mindset of knowing that we're city. You're sending everyone back. Yeah. Cause that's what you do. You're that fucking scared of it. You can't man up or you can't mm-hmm. defend that well. So when you guys start to get that and start to get that type of defenses and you can put up three, four goals. <laughs> now you're talking like next level shit. That wins. That wins leagues. Yeah, and I think Fulham's going to be a good test because they're pretty physical too. Mitrovic, that that guy's a big fucking striker, and we'll see how good Saliba is. My uh, Saliba kid actually just came in the mail today. I got yeah. that Saliba one. That dude shout out him. Nasty. But one final point on Arsenal, and then we'll get into these fixtures because there were so many good ones. Even that Fulham Brentford game was great too. But yeah, my my final point is. The fan base has always been divided since the Wenger out days. You know, those crazy motherfuckers from AFTV, who I love, um, <laughs> you know, they were tired of it. And I know how they feel. You know, I'm not going to say I'm a lifelong Arsenal fan, but I've been an Arsenal fan for a while. But I'm a lifelong Yankees fan. And I'm, I'm fucking annoyed with how the Yankees are so 
um, so fucking stale and like they don't have that killer instinct anymore. And Arsenal lost that killer instinct. And, you know, sitting here for three years waiting for Arteta's project to be built, it's tough to do that when you've been fucking shit on for the past 10 years by ownership. No doubt. I mean, no doubt. It's tough. But I think majority of this fan base sees where this is heading now. Things are starting to click. And they told us we got to have a couple transfer windows. We're not fucking Chelsea. We're not going to just splash 300 mil, 300 mil. Boom, we're back. It's going to take a little while. We have to rip out the club and rebuild it slowly. It's going to take three, four, five, six transfer windows. But look at this. Look at this starting lineup compared to two years ago, three years ago, the end of the Emery days. Look at look at this starting lineup. Look at the bench. You see yeah. things now. Where I think we need another midfielder. I'm hoping next Wednesday we'll be talking about on the podcast Arsenal sign Yuri Tillemans. Whoa. I'm hoping Pedro Neto will come in. We need another another uh midfielder, another winger. Backup for Saka. Saka's playing way too much football. Between England, yeah. he starts for England. He plays every fucking minute for Arsenal. We need rotation for Saka. I just want to throw it out there that Saka, for the record, is a 2028 Man City player. <laughs> I'm, worried, I'm worried about them coming in for him. They've already been flirting. Oh, oh yeah, I know it. I know um, it. But listen, that it was 100 million. Good. We might have to do it. You know, sometimes you got to take the money, and it's just that age. Not there's not going to Harry Kane is a, is a rare player that's going to stick with one club his whole career. It's just not going to happen. Players, and are it's okay if out. they do, and it's okay. It's, yeah, yeah, I don't care. Honestly, that doesn't bother me. Pep has the attitude, go find a good price and you can leave. I'm sure Ted is going to have the same fucking attitude because that's his apprentice, you know, right? Yeah. Pep's idea is probably, hey, this is Man City. You you don't (laughs) want to play here. That's okay. Like, you're, you're, I think you're crazy, but if you want to move on, move on. But I think Miguel's a little bit more creative and a little bit with his youth comes the a little bit more of, I'm willing to work with the drama guys. I'm, I'm willing to, deal a little bit more with the prima donnas mm. with their shit i don't know I about mean, that because he shipped out that Gwendozy guy who's a pretty decent midfielder yeah uh, but i think his fuckery was a little much oh yeah, yeah. his that. fuckery was a little much when you start talking about wages <laughs> to another fucking player on the field yeah. i mean yeah. your fuckery's next level like yeah. but you know I, we'll see we'll see because he 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 seems to pick his favorites which yeah. most good managers do, to be honest, because like Granite Xhaka, how many how many red cards has that guy gotten? And it seems yeah. like if Granite Xhaka got a red card every other game, Mikel would still be fine with it, because he's done yeah. some stupid shit, and he's yeah. never came down on him really. No, um, he eats you know, it up. So he definitely I think he has eats his it up. favorites. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's just night and day. It's really good to see, and the fan base is united. If you watch that game on um, top four fan base, let's just start there. Let's start with the Arsenal Burnmouth Burnmouth game this Saturday. No. The fan base totally washed out those Burnmouth fans. They were they were singing that Saliba song. Saliba for I think forty five to fifty minutes. No joke. Incredible. No fucking joke. Incredible. And they willed him to that fucking worldy of a goal in the third and uh the second half i think it was about Zinchenko still can't believe by the way oh my god Zinchenko's reaction was glorious but yeah so did, did you watch the whole game highlights what i mean burnmouth was pretty fucking toothless the whole game but yeah they were yeah we, we played them out we had it 2-0 in 10 minutes we kind of closed that game out quickly so what would you think of the game and um yeah what do you think of it case in point of arteta picking up on tactics that Pep has already done. 
and what they've established and that works. Moving that left uh, left back up, letting him attack. Almost ha- uh, yeah, it, it's it's they flood it, and you run those lines. You run it. You once you get it at this point. My concern is it's Gabby because Martinelli. Yeah, which one, right? That's that's, 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 fucking thirty-five on the team. Yeah, I'm going with Gabby Jesus because your concern is Gabby. Yeah, I think Gabriel Jesus is definitely going to provide the hustle, but there is I've yet to see the true clutch factor, and that part that part gets me. Yeah, that part gets me. There's all the the criticism coming in to Arsenal was, is he clinical enough? Does he have that finishing touch in the box? Which, what I'm happy about is the amount of chances we're, or that we're creating with Jesus because he can work in the buildup. Lacazette last year was an atrocity. Oh, man, I, I don't even think he got in the box at all last year. I really don't. I think I think. Week one, Jesus was in the box more than he was in the whole season. I think there was a stat like that, that he was already in the box more than – Lacazette was strictly a build-up player. If you watch games as an alien, you would have thought Lacazette was a defensive midfielder most of the time. Absolutely. He was yeah. never in the fucking box. Never. The amount of sheer chances we're getting now just because of his build-up play, his mm-hmm. movement – and everything he does, I mean, that first goal was fucking amazing what he did. Yeah. Peeled off the defender, caught the ball in the air, broke off three defenders, passed it to Martinelli, <laughs> Martinelli to Odegaard, tapping. Uh, Martinelli wonderful. shot it and then Odegaard tapping. But yeah, that, it's just wonderful. That was, if Lacazette did that, he would have broke his hip <laughs> last year. So the amount of chances that Jesus <laughs> is creating, it's worth it. But. Yeah. Eddie Nketi is our second striker. For me, that's a problem. And I yes. probably should have said we need that because we need like a Mitrovic as our second striker, a target man. Get him the ball yeah. and then bang him in the net. That's, yeah. that's something we really need. I'm going to add even, that to my list, my wish list. Could even go 4-4-2 and, and play Mitrovic and, and Gabriel Jesus up front together, allow yes. Gabby to roam. Because, you know, I would say to you right now, if I wanted to be a naysayer as a devil's advocate, I could tell you, if you're telling me you signed Gabriel Seuss as a striker, he played for City this whole th- fucking time, and how long have you been told City are winning without a striker? He yeah. ain't no real striker if he was at City and he couldn't even get it done there. And he, that person is a fucking idiot because that person doesn't realize that Gabriel Seuss didn't really play striker for us. Mm-hmm. What he's doing for you now is what he was doing for us at City, which is part of the buildup, false nine, playing out in winger because the you, you know the winger decided to press, and you it's all evolving. The game is completely evolving with how they play the, the game of football. And Arteta deserves a trophy. I know you want top four, but from an outsider's perspective, something's gotta come home this year. The FA Cup, the Carabella, something. Well, well, I want that. I want the Champions League more than a cup because we got the FA Cup two years ago. No doubt, no uh, doubt. So I want that more. But yeah, just just on the game though, the, the sheer amount of chances last year we would get. There would be times where the, the finishing was bad. And my point about that is, when you're just getting one or two chances a game, the pressure's on you even more to finish those chances, yeah. and that gets to the players. Now we're creating 
nine, ten chances a game. So yeah. hey, you can miss a few. No, no striker hits a hundred percent. I don't care yeah. how good you are. Holland is not hundred percent. I saw Holland miss two fucking tappins already. Yeah, exactly. You know? Bunnies, strikers, bunnies, strikers miss. Yeah, strikers miss. So for the record, me, Arsenal have the most goals in the league so far with nine. Yep, nine goals. Three this weekend. Should have had four. That fucking offsides was a travesty. Yeah. Travesty, especially because the Rashford one was was way more debatable. Yeah, no consistency with VAR. I think oh, we're going to have that consistent uh, problem as we go. Every week. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was a, it was an easy game for Arsenal. They look great. The play is great. Creating all these chances. Martin Odegaard was good. I'm excited. I think he he's the he's the key to us. If Martin Odegaard is consistent. Wow. He locks everything together. He he links up the, the the midfield to the strikers to the wingers. He links it all up. There's games where he does an Ozil. Remember how Ozil would go oh, away, man? What a in name! The away games and and you would go, where the fuck is Mez? Oh, he's on the field. I thought he was. I thought he was out for the game. I Yo, shout out that German, bro. Yo, shout out Ozil real quick, bro. The 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 blessed soccer that we had to watch with Ozil, whether it was at Madrid, whether I was at Arsenal. Oh my God, Fenerbahce! I didn't ever even watch him over at that Greek team, but or that. Uh, he's he's done. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But oh man, that Turkey—it was a Turkish, Turkish league. Team, uh, yeah, Fer- yeah. Fer- or whatever. Oh, bro, oh man. But yeah, yeah so beautiful Martin Odegaard—he's the one that links it all together. Saliba, I just love this guy. Sign him to a new contract now. Now yeah. they need—that's another thing. That I want, I want done soon. Saka needs a new contract because Man City is going to be knocking. Did uh, he not recently extend? I feel like he did. He's been talking, but no, yeah, official. I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's probably done. They're going to announce it after the transfer window. Yeah. Um, I, I don't see him. He's still young. He's 21. So I'm thinking he's gonna, he's gonna sign this contract, and then you know if Arsenal, but he, you know the team looks, looks like a team. If you watch, you know these guys look like they love playing with each other. You know. <laughs> There's some they, teams like Manchester United where the guys can't even look each other in the face. You know, Arsenal looks like they're having a great time out there. The fans Brian, are. In. We're three games in and you're shooting them short. They're the best fucking team in the league. No. It's 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 oh, not I mean, statistically, but they're not. Like what? I said, we're we're just short in positions. This World Cup thing is going to be a huge fucking wrench in the season, dude. For everyone. For, for everyone, for everybody, obviously, yeah. but you know, except City, for the players that are not in it, which I want to shout out right Odegaard. now, Erling Holling is Erling Holling, yeah, yeah they're, they're both Norwegian, oh, yeah. Yeah. Norwegian. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got a, those two sitting out, so that's nah, good nah, for us. Who else is not in it? I'm trying to think. There was somebody else on our team that wasn't in it. That was a good thing. No, I think, you know, you you know, you're getting better. Like a couple years ago, we had like one player playing on on in the Euros or something. Now, like our whole team's on national duty coming up. Which is a good yeah. and a bad thing, but you know it just shows the levels of recruitment has gotten so much better for oh, yeah. Arsenal. And yeah, that was a good game this weekend. We'll talk about Fulham. Let's just do that. We'll talk yeah. about Fulham this weekend since we're on Arsenal. This is going to be a tough game. It's at home. I expect the W, but it's not going to look like this Bournemouth game. <laughs> no, it's not going to look like this Bournemouth game at all. Fulham looks tough, man. Yeah, they Fulham scored five really goals in the league. Tough so far. Yeah, they they're scoring. They're playing good defense, okay defense. Uh, Ivan Tony had a couple decent chances, but they're very very physical. So, and it's a London derby. They are not going to come in and be scared of Arsenal. They're not. Mitrovic so, is third with three um, goals. Mitrovic, man, just banging in those headers. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about this game? Uh, it's at the Emirates. You know, we got everybody healthy. 
I'm not sure about the Fulham side. I think everybody's healthy on their side as well. What's your prediction for this Fulham game coming up for Arsenal? 12.30 game in American time. Uh, what do you think? Mitrovic brace, Arsenal win. Um, that's kind of what I'm predicting at this point. Uh, Fulham got it, but defensively they don't. Yeah, and they're a little shaky defensively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think there's an there's an opportunity to attack, and these are the type of games where there's going to be a little bit of pushback now, right? Now Fulham's going to come a little bit prepared. Um, the name of their manager, Portuguese, is a, if I'm not mistaken, um, Gostar, I, I got to look his name up, but he's pretty fucking good. And this is, again, with players that they've left, like quality players that they've let go. So, Arvalo. yeah, they've been able to recoup quick. They're a presence. I mean, I, I three to two, I got. Two. Arsenal, yeah, three to three to two win for Arsenal. That's what I'm going with. All right, write it down. Write it down. Um, we're gonna start keeping points too. We're gonna All lock right. in our predictions. Keep track. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hold each other accountable. We're not gonna throw out fucking predictions and then oh next last week what did you say oh who gives a shit? Nah, we hold each other accountable here. Three That's three fair. two. I, I would actually be very upset if we gave up two goals. Really? Going, yes, I would. I want to keep clean sheets, man. I want this defense to be firing. I want William Saliba. I want people to start fearing Saliba. Damn, that motherfucking <laughs> French assassin. I mean, he's he's really fucking good, and I'm happy you guys brought him back. I think just seeing what he did Great. with Marcel has, has been was, was amazing. But I think I'm going the two goals less about Arsenal's defense and more about fucking Mitrovic. Bro, he's a golden boot contender this year. That guy's okay. fucking good, man. Well, when they came in the prem two years ago, he didn't do shit. No, but, but I think he suffers a little bit from the injury situations. Yeah, I think he I think something was up with him that season. But he scored 40 fucking goals in the championship last year. I don't care if it's the championship. That's fucking impressive, no matter what. Yeah. That's damn impressive. And he said, you know what? Three games, three goals. It's not a fluke, people. It's not a fluke. So, yeah, I'm really our, – our big center backs, Gabriel Saliba, I really want them to come in Saturday and defend the Emirates and say, Mitrovic, you're good, but you're not that good. You know, we got you on lock. I'm going for a 2-0 Arsenal. We're Holy keeping shit. a clean sheet. Fulham's going to come in. Like I said, they're not going to be scared. They're going to give us a tough time. I think we'll get our first goal about 35, 40 minutes, and then we'll lock it up. Get a get a second one. I got I got Jesus. I got Jesus and Saka scoring both goals. Saka needs to get on the board. No goals for him this season. That's okay though. And that's that's another point for me for Arsenal. When we were good the last couple of years, it was because Saka was good. Saka hasn't done anything yet, and we're firing, which is a great sign because you're rarely going to get all eleven people firing at the same time. You know, forms yeah. dip in and out. So yeah, early, early in the early in the year, so you're definitely finding yourself in a situation where each weekend you can play the you know the same players and and build a routine because mm -hmm. here in a couple of weeks everyone's going to be playing every th every other three days, so rosters are going to change up from there. But from a Fulham's perspective, one last thing: if we end up changing the game, Tim Ream, shout out to him, he's an American on the Fulham squad, so Americans doing big things in the league. I'll, yeah. I'm I'm going to slowly but surely be bringing that shit up. Oh yeah. We in this bitch. It's soccer, you heard? It's, it's okay. Heard? But yeah, so um, 
I kind of bounced around. So let's let's just go back to uh, week three. No, you know what? Let's do it like this. We'll talk our teams first. We right. got Arsenal out the way. Mm-hmm. Let's talk the game of the weekend for me. What? Man City versus Newcastle. That was an incredible game. So what we'll do is we'll talk my our, our teams, and then we'll go back to week three. We'll cool. shit on Chelsea. We'll shit on the Liverpool. <laughs> and then uh, we'll talk about the upcoming. So let's talk about Man City's last week yeah. fixture, their upcoming one, and then we'll go through the, the rest of the league after that. Let's talk. Let's keep it focused on City and Arsenal for this first one because that's where yeah. our hearts are. Yeah, no doubt. Didn't watch the first half. Uh, I'm a father. Throw that out there right now. So I uh, had to do father things. Um, but had the chance to watch the review the, the first half, watch the second half all so live. So you did watch the first half. You just didn't watch it live. Yeah, no doubt. I went to the City Extra, got like literally the entire thing. Came out strong. Gundo with the goal. Great pass in. Bernardo looked great. I mean, dreadful the movement's Newcastle, impeccable. Newcastle, yeah, first 100%. 100%. Yeah, dreadful. You noted in the DMs, St. John, St. James Park, no easy place to play. Um, yeah. yeah, incredible. They get it going. Um, and so <laughs> the best goal of the fucking game was Kieran Trippier's fucking goal. I mean, he's nothing a, he's you can a, do about that. He's a yeah. fucking set piece master. That dude yeah. is just nasty on set pieces. I, I would, he's still good. I mean, right back, he's a little shaky, but just for set pieces alone, you just want to have a guy yeah. like that on there. Cause you know, he, yeah. that was, a, that was a no doubter. Ederson's amazing. Yeah. He had no chance. Yeah, no doubt. Things to come, uh, top list, uh, top five list of best set, uh, set piece takers in the prem. I already came up with mine. So I did that out there just in case we do end up being the set, set piece merchants. Yeah. No, no. Three, three game, uh, city. I, I, I messaged you all last year. This is something you don't know, but I messaged you this uh, champions would come back and get a draw here. All last year, as the season progressed, especially in the winter and in the year before when we had that incredible streak of like 21 games of unbeaten draws or wins, mm-hmm. it's one of those things that like it's the DNA. you're going to, yeah, it's DNA, but you're going to have those challenges to where, yes, you're going to fuck up. It's going to be bad, but can you get a result? If you can get a result, the fuckery was okay. We live for another day. We didn't lose that much. And that's what Pep has invested into making sure they know, get it through your heads. This is a long-term fight. Like, I think that's where Pep really excels. So what you saw in that second half and those last 30 minutes, it's what champions do. The assholes got tighter. The ball moved quicker. The <laughs> the passes got more. Our podcast. The assholes got tighter. <laughs> I mean, we we picked it up. I mean, if you've seen the response to Kev, uh, Kevin De Bruyne's goal or assist to Bernardo and Erling Holland was right there. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, the perseverance. I almost felt like also Holland could have had a brace. He had one or two opportunities where he had a tap he at the, one point. Yep, he he missed the post, one off the post, and then uh, Nick Pope, who had actually a really good fucking oh, game for giving up two goals. For me. Yeah, he's a gem. He's a gem. Newcastle's got themselves a keeper there. Oh, and, uh, yeah, New, awesome. Newcastle's making moves. I was impressed with them. Okay, here's my take. I am already – last year we went to St. James Park, last game of the season. We had a chance to get top four completely. Oh, second to last game of the season. We yeah, completely yeah, yeah. got slapped up at St. Yeah. James Park. I'm I'm already dreading going back there. They yeah. are going to be a problem, Newcastle. Yeah. No They're going to be a problem. They look fucking good. Eddie Howe has that team firing. 
Bruno Gomares, what a signing. I wish Arsenal signed him. We'd be talking. Really if we had Gomares now, I'd be saying, okay, I can see the title. I can see it. Bring yeah. me in a winger and I can see it. Gomares is a beast in that midfield. Callum Wilson, if this guy stays injured, he will be up there for the golden boot. Mark my words. The guy's always hurt, though. That's a big problem. Callum yeah. Wilson's always hurt, but he is a damn good striker. And Allen St. Maximum. Gucci Mang. I told <laughs> I told people about Allen St. Maximum a few years ago. I said, watch out for this guy. From what I've seen of him, he looks damn good. I wanted Arsenal to get him. Newcastle's going to be a problem this year. They're not going to challenge for top four this year, but that's going to be one of the worst away trips for anybody this Premier League season. You saw Man City struggle to get a draw. You know, that yeah. game looked over at 3-1. Man City did Man City things. But when it was 3-1, I'm like, this is wrapped up. Just yeah. Go, go back to Manchester, yeah. you know. But they're going to be a you problem could... this year, dude. And yeah. And Isak. Yeah, yeah, they did just sign that player. Yeah, no doubt. He's going to be – and we could talk a little bit more about him because Arsenal was actually looking at him, right? You said that. that year they were recruiting him. So I mean – He had a terrible year, and I think they kind of just fell off of him. And his release clause was $70 million, and I think they were like, we'll take him, but it's got to be for half of that because he yeah, ain't worth seventy. Which, yeah. you know, but it's a decent signing. Listen, they got Callum Wilson. They need a backup because, like I said, the guy gets hurt a lot. No. He's a good gamble. I mean – they got the oil money now, so seventy million for them is like seven dollars, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So that's true. They're probably thinking, look, Isak's got loads of potential. He's still young. I think he's like 22, 23. Let's take a gamble. We're going to need a second striker. Callum Wilson's always hurt. Callum Wilson's also thirty, so we need to invest in a striker for the future. Let's do it. Let's do it now. You know, worst yeah. comes to worst, he just ends up being decent, and then we got a decent backup. I think it's a good signing for them. You know. For me, if it was Arsenal, I wouldn't want to sign him for seventy mil, you know, because we got a budget and we gotta we gotta make smart signings, not not you know just break release clauses. Yeah, but I'm worried about Newcastle, dude. And you know, I'm not talking much about Man City. I'll probably do that majority of the season. I want to give props to Newcastle. That was a no hell of a fucking game for them. Yeah. They played I, awesome. Yeah, and and you can make the argument that they shit the bed a little bit. They don't have that winning mentality yet. Yeah, that comes with shaky too, right? Mm-hmm. At some points. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and just from a money perspective, let me just get it out there. It's important to note. Sheikh Mansour is worth about his net worth is forty two to forty three billion. Okay. The funding for Newcastle 200. is upwards to two to three hundred billion. Even more, I think. I, I think I'm low back my net worth. I'm gonna make that clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so you'll be funding the trip to where to to for the podcast to when we go to the Arsenal uh uh parade. Yeah. So, to when you guys win it. I just bought Pedro Neto right now. I just sent my <laughs> You sent the text, yeah, come so through. Mutro Obligado in Portuguese. I zelled it to Stan Kroenke. Um but no, yeah. So and then Man City just doing Man City things, right? And and let's let's get this out of the way too. Great job by VAR. I don't <laughs> think we're gonna be saying that much this year. But no, let's, no, let's no. give them props because yeah. that Kieran Trippier on Kevin De Bruyne red card that was rescinded was the right yeah. call. That and that that would have been a W for Man City because they would have scored <laughs> against ten men. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree. Castle knows how to play that low block, like like you know Burnley or something like that. That no. Burnley low block is fucking annoying. No, and, and yeah, and, and that's okay. That's that's what, in my opinion, that's what winning clubs do. They don't do that shit. The Saint Jose Mourinho, you're not winning with doing all that hoe ass parking the bus shit. So this is a new age. Play football. If you ain't trying to win, if you ain't trying to go out there and attack and they get took you a it dub, to Man City. yeah, absolutely. That's how you do. Why it. don't more teams do that? Because let's be honest. Fear tactics. I mean, a little. It's it's fear, right? It's fear, and it's and fear. I like what Newcastle did. Uh, Eddie Howe was like, "We're gonna play. We're gonna play ball. Mm-hmm. We're not gonna mm-hmm. fucking you know play play ten men behind the ball and just try to counter, which is what Crystal Palace did, and they did it effectively. So, so no, they did that to Liverpool. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. But no, I appreciated that they played. You know, all things, all things that have nothing to do with the fucking paycheck have nothing to do with the bank account. Literally, it doesn't matter how many transfers you get. It all has to do with: Do you have the balls? That's it. Mm-hmm. Are your passes better? Can you finish better? I mean, it's 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 ball. That's what we're talking about here. So play ball for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Ball. Great game. Definitely mm-hmm. best game of the season so far. Not just last week. I really, really enjoyed that game. So, oh, I don't know, man. I don't know. What was your best game of the season so far? Liverpool so far. United two nothing. What's Liverpool up? United two nothing on Monday was the best. That was entertaining. I mean, that was entertaining. Yeah, and, and, three 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 three. Yeah, for a watching perspective. But for me, the the season cap so far of a three game summary. Holy fuck! Yeah, and we'll talk <laughs> about that next. Let's talk. Let's just get the Man City Burnmouth out of the way. I don't think we have to do a deep dive into that one, right? You guys <laughs> no. got Burn Burnmouth this weekend at the Etihad, I believe. Correct? No, no, no. We got Crystal Palace. Oh, okay. Yeah, we do I'm have sh- to talk about that. I'm, sorry, I'm oh, shitting my pants. Liverpool's playing Burnmouth. Sorry. Yeah. Crystal Palace at the Etihad, though, right? Home. Yeah, it's a home game. Crystal yep. Palace took four points off you last season. Yeah, sure did. They did. They're good. They did. They're, they're, good. they're a sleeper for me. I yeah. love Crystal Palace, not just because of Patrick Vieira. I just think they got ballers on that team. They really do. That Ezzy guy. Yeah. Problem. Problem. Tore. Liverpool up, yeah, tore them up last week. Uh, what what is it, Tyreek Mitchell? I don't know if yeah. I'm pronouncing his yeah, first name. Really right. good fullback. He, yeah. I think he's probably going to make the England squad for the World Cup. I sure hope he's so. Good. He's shown it. Yeah. Um, oh, oh Luke wait. Shaw is fucking garbage, dude. If Maguire and Shaw, well, we're going to have to have a Garrett Southgate podcast. But if Maguire and Shaw <laughs> make the England squad, I'm sorry. Well, no, he's already come out and said it's based. It's going to be based on gameplay. But you're absolutely he right. I mean, last listen. year and he picked Maguire. Maguire was yeah. shit last year. Yeah, he pulls that fuckery. There needs to be an. There needs to be some sort of grab that man from the fucking bench as the game plays. Like that's that's incredible. All right. So before we get to United, I I thought you guys were playing Burnmouth. My bad. But that's it. Yeah, that's, no. that's a very interesting game. I'm very interested in this game. Crystal yeah. Palace is just tough, man. When yeah. Arsenal beat them two two zero the first season, I said yeah. that's impressive because. They not only beat them, they beat them on the road. And that Crystal Palace is probably, besides St. James Park, probably one of the toughest away games in the Premier League outside of the Big Six. Yeah, they yeah. are fucking nuts. Those those fans at Selhurst Park, small stadium. The fans are mm-hmm. right on top of you. They're fucking crazy for ninety minutes. The rafters look cool. Like. The top of it looks cool. It's just like what the fuck. Yeah, it's like such a like hometown vibe. Home game for you. Yeah, home game. So we definitely have that advantage. Uh, I'm going City win. I know, very scared, very scared of them. But there's too much pressure with what just happened with the draw. See, early on in the mindset of a champion right now, 
you can't win the fucking league, but you sure as fucking lose it. So let's just control what we can control. I got at, at least three goals for City, and I'm going to say that Crystal does get one. So I'm going 3-1 City. Um, I got Zaha con- continuing some fucking magic. Um, dude, he's so fucking good. He's so fucking good. Is he one of the best players off of the not uh, not the top six? I mean, it's probably a longer he's one of the list. Best players, including the top six, one of the best wingers. Dude, he's I mean, so seriously. good. Yeah. I mean, who are you going to take on the wing over Zaha? Not many people. You know, you take like Salah. You'll take maybe like Luis Diaz. You'll take some guys yeah, off City. You know, I'll maybe talk soccer, but this guy's a killer. This guy's a killer. Yeah. He's a killer on that left wing. He can play the right wing. He can play striker. Yeah. The dude is scary. Anytime again, Crystal Palace, I'm worried about yeah. Zaha. I'm having nightmares. And against us, that's what he's going to be doing. He's not – that one-on-one with the wing is – it's going to be more of a goal, goal similar to what you saw this weekend where they're coming off the counter and he just gets a little pass up and all of a sudden it's one-on-one and we all know how fucking Ederson likes to play. <sighs> Ederson's going to fucking come out. Wait, I mean, he's going to be out there trying to play ball with him anyway. So I see a potential, you know – Tap in for him. Chipper. There's the one. Yeah. I mean, maybe even a little chipper. I don't know. I don't he, know. But. He's been banging those goals from the corner, though, where he hits the side of the net and he yeah. just whips those in. He's got that finish down pat. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a tough game for you guys. This is exciting. I mean, I thought you guys were playing Bournemouth, but it was Liverpool. I, I, knew one of the, I knew it was either you. Yeah, we uh, slapped Bournemouth already. That's right. 4 nothing. Yeah, yeah. right but, no, this is going to be an exciting game. Patrick Vieira, he's very good tactically. He really oh, is. Yeah. He oh, tactically yeah. fucked Jurgen Klopp up on that mm-hmm. in that week two game. He came in, he sat back, he soaked up the pressure, and then he said, Ezzy's gonna burn your midfield on the counter and he's gonna <laughs> dip it up to he's gonna chip it up to fucking Zaha, and mm-hmm. Zaha's gonna burn Allison. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what happened. They got a great draw. This yeah. is gonna be a tough game. I'm going two one city. Nice. Think, same as you. Zaha's hot right now. I think it's going to be hard to keep that dude out of the net. I think he's going to get a, a counter goal. Ezzy, he's he'll cause some problems for you, but you guys will get the win. It's at home, two one. Howland gets a goal, and I'm going to say it's on the board as well. That selfish guy right now, I'm pissed off. Oh, yeah, he was memed up this weekend yeah. for all his lack of crossing he put in. Yeah, yeah. Um, something I was going to know. That's a problem Martinelli has as well for us. He, he, yeah. you know, he has the same problem. He, they, these guys, they want to get the goal. They want to impress. They're young, you know, so it's expected. Yeah. It's fair. I, I would like also like to know Patrick Vieira is this. He's doing this without a, losing a starter back to a loan. Conor McGregor, uh, McGallagher left um, to go back to Chelsea. I mean, th- this guy's really doing some good <clears throat> shit. You're spot on with that. Um, I. I see them competing, but I think they just need a little bit more. I can't Anymore. speak intelligently to their finances because I don't really give a fuck. I hope that they don't have a good their situation. But I don't from that much money, really? Okay, well yeah. then that, I'm okay with that. But yeah, I would I would be worried if they can try to find themselves some investments. Yeah, um, because they they're one or two pieces away from really trying to compete for you know Europa. Yeah, I would love to see them get like that sixth spot. I don't think it's going to happen, but that'd be nice. Yeah. I think they're just like right now they're firing, but their squad's a little thin. They'll burn out after the cup games and stuff like that. They need another midfielder to replace Gallagher, which they didn't get. But they have some killers on that team. I really people people are going to start going in for Eze soon. He's young 
and he's a baller in that like number 10 position. Yeah. Um, so people start picking him off. So, all right, we got both of our teams out of the way. Let's burn through these predictions. There were some other great week- games this weekend and one yeah. we already mentioned, right? <clears throat> the absolute horrific showing. Now, if I said this, Manchester United and Liverpool, and I said one team is going to be an absolute shit show, you would have thought I'm talking about Manchester United. Facts. Complete opposite. Complete opposite. It was a 2-1 victory for Man United, but it felt like a 2-0. They got a fucking chip-in goal at the end and really didn't have many chances that whole game. They weren't creating mm-hmm. anything. The midfield was getting run through like a hoe. And then fucking... <laughs> A really, really poor game from everybody on defense, including Virgil van Dyke, who you rarely say that about, oh, even though Lord. he has got off to a slow start. But he was awful, awful on that goal by Jaden Sancho. He was standing there with his hands behind his back. People were saying, is that is he under arrest? What's going yeah. on? What's <laughs> going on? The, the memes and the post and the screenshots that I've seen have been ridiculous. It's, and it's well Rightfully so. Yeah. Fucking sixty-seven-year-old James Milner out there doing his thing. But what what were your thoughts on the game? Um, people were hammering Man U before, rightfully so. They were dreadful the first two games of the season. Yeah. I thought they looked all right, but for me, my opinion, this game was about how bad Liverpool was for me. I mean, I 100%. was shocked how bad they were. They were totally gutless. Yeah, yeah, two hundred percent. Liverpool, you expect more. If you go back to the Community Shield and them beating City, you anticipated, you know, us from a City perspective, us saying, oh, man, you know, it's going to take some time. It's okay. I don't really give a fuck. Have that little piece of shit trophy. It doesn't really mean shit. Um, But, yeah, we need to get it together. But you say, hey, Liverpool, they, I mean, big things. I based my top four fucking predictions based off of that because I thought they're looking okay. Now, Now you get into the season and they've forgotten how to pass. James Milner's fucking 57. Uh, I mean, you got injury, right? We know how Klopp's going to have more than a thousand excuses for everything. So I don't have to give him any. I'll just pick some that he's grabbed, you know, and, and pointed out. But yeah, they look like shit. You're spot on with your analogy. If I, if you would have told me that beforehand, I would have definitely thought you're talking about United. But here's the best part to it all. All of it is fucking fool's gold because we all know Liverpool's better and we all know United shit. And from a city's perspective, that's exactly what I needed, which is a result in my favor, which is sure, let United fans go back to, okay, oh, okay. we got it going. Yeah, They're whatever. Shameless as fuck. <laughs> Not even an ounce of fucking awareness. No shame. Shameless. No fucking We're shame. Back in the title contention. Just like. Absolutely. It's actually fucking hilarious. All of a sudden, 5'9's not that small. They play Southampton (laughs) this weekend away. Don't be surprised if that's a 2-2 draw or something. Southampton's scrappy. They're scrappy, especially away. So don't be surprised if they shit the bed and then it's fucking, oh, the Glazers are the worst people in the world. Glazers out. Get right back at it. Right back at it. Americans fuck it up. I don't know why I just get a southern accent. (laughs) No, that's fair. That's that's fair. Because they own the Tampa Bay Bucks, but no, but yeah, I mean, to me, if you watch that, that Community Shield game, like you said, you would have said Liverpool's going to get off to a fast start. They won mm-hmm. the Community Shield. Man City's mm-hmm. going to get off to their traditional slow start because you guys mm-hmm. do start off pretty slow. It's been yeah. a complete opposite. And I'm looking at that Liverpool midfield. They're lucky they have Burnmouth this weekend, and they could probably pick up an easy three points because that midfield looks terrible. Terrible. Harvey Elliott's the only thing that looks decent in that midfield. 
and he's young. You can't depend on a guy like that for, for you know, 35 more league games. You just can't. Uh, no. So, yeah, th- listen, I'm, I'm a little – I'm happy that I'm worried about them, but if I'm a Liverpool fan, I'm a little worried about them because they were bad. They were bad. Salah got a tap in, but he really hasn't been on form since last year, like no. around March. No. Like he got like 20 goals by March, and then he kind of fell off. He's kind of been off, and Sadio Mane is nowhere to be found because he's in fucking the, the Farmers League, Bundesliga. He's gone. He ain't coming back. He's not on no. loan, Liverpool. No, <laughs> he's, he's not. He's still on loan. They're still no. like, oh, we're missing Mane. He's, he's out there putting up touchdowns with Bayern Munich. Yeah, he, he's, exactly. he's, out, he's out there doing other shit. He don't give a fuck. He's got another shade of red on. And the fact of the matter is you are very naive to believe – that they don't have money, okay? I don't want to go into a full-out financial conversation with Liverpool. All I'm going to say is their ownership has been infamous for being tight for whatever reasons they want to be tight. But at the end of the day, I try to support clubs that don't see this as a fucking write-off. Mm-hmm. I like teams that are fucking invested and, and ingrained in what they're trying to do. And so mm-hmm. for all of their success, for all of their Klopp genius, I can't tell you how many trophies they've had off of it, but I can tell you I'd be a little disappointed. There's a little meme going on or a little uh, sheet out there right now talking about Klopp in the first seven years at at Mons in Germany left and then seven years at Liverpool now. And now, I mean, there's a potential. I'm not going to say that because I think he deserves the right to kind of stay no matter what happens this year. And let's not even go down this fucking path. They're fucking good. They'll get it right. They'll get it right. They'll get it right for sure, but it, the, you're spot on. This is more of their fuckery as opposed to more of you what United did. Seventy percent possession. I was looking at the stats right here. Liverpool had seventy percent possession. I think they had more than that. I think I saw that that really? United. Maybe, 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 maybe it was like second half. I think second half it was yeah. like eighty-five to fifteen or something like that. Maybe something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but ultimately, I don't know what United get out of this other than thinking you know, keep following in the system, but the style of play was an outlier, my guy. This isn't a 10 hag genius moment. This is you getting belly slapped all all game and then, and you fucking, you know, getting two lucky moments and you capitalized as teams should, but you played as a bottom six team. Liverpool paid like a top four team and just lost and everything other than, I mean, I mean, they won everything else other than what really mattered, which is the fucking score line. Yeah. So, well, you said Liverpool played as a top four team. I thought they played as a bottom four team. They were terrible. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. That's my bad. They did play like shit. Absolutely. No, but yeah. So listen, I'm going to say this, though. The Sandro Martinez guy was getting hammered <laughs> the first two weeks. Rightfully so. He was terrible against uh, Welbeck, but that was probably more on Maguire than him. Yeah, and yeah. it reminded me of last year, Ben White. First couple games, Ivan Tony fucking battered him up, and oh, he's a flop. He's a flop. People Tony's are good now. harsh. He yeah. was great that game uh, yeah. on 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 Monday. Sergio sure. Martinez was great, and even last week's game against uh, Brentford, where they got hammered, none of those none of those goals were on him. That was all fucking refrigerator, Harry Maguire. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to give him props because the dude was getting tore apart. And if you actually, and this is what I'm saying, like there's some really terrible soccer conversations out there all the time. 
people are so fucking reactionary in everything, but especially mm-hmm. in soccer. I don't know if you feel that as well. It's like one bad game, and it's like, oh, Liverpool's done. What? Yeah. Liverpool's not done. Let me tell you that. Man United is not done. They will figure it out. Trust me. They're Man United. That's why everybody hates them, because they will be in the race for the, the fourth, fifth, and sixth position. Trust me. As much as I don't want to say that, they have deep, deep pockets. They buy people, and they will figure it out. I don't think they'll get top four, but they will be a thorn in people's side. Trust me. Scale scale of one to ten, how pissed are you if they snag if they come in and snag Yuri from you? I I'm not like listen. The reason I want Yuri Tielemans is because he's twenty million. I think that's a great buy for sure. But I'm not sold on the guy. The guy's he's he's not he's got no pace defensively. He's super shaky. I still remember last year when they gave up two fucking goals in the last two minutes to to fucking Steve Bergwine and Tottenham. Do you remember that game last year? That game I, still pisses me off. I, you almost just gave me anxiety by telling a City fan about having a game scored two goals in two minutes. Yeah, yeah, that other Tottenham game, too, that you guys had last year. Well, yeah. Mad- Madrid, bro. We got oh, fucked yeah. over. Oh, we would have fucking – dude – my lord, I, I'm I'm ready to fucking go ball up in a fucking just go girl. cry. But yeah, no, the fucking um, I'm I'm not like Tillemans is he's good. He's gonna be a good rotation with Jaka. Probably start over him. But honestly, Jaka's playing great. I I can't lie. He's been playing really good. He's they've switched his role to more box to box. So if we get Tillemans, I'm saying stick with Jaka. He's playing really good right now. But yep. um, I, for Tielemans for me is more of the price. Get him for 20 mil. Bring him in. Rotate with Jaco. We need rotation. We depth. need backup. Yep. We need depth, depth in the midfield. So that's mine. It's not like, oh, Tielemans is amazing. Like He's going to change things. So if, if we missed out on him, I'd be upset, but it's not like the end of the world for me. This late in the game, a move like that reminds me of a, of a, a move that City did for Mares. Like We were already champions. It was kind of more like... What the fuck are you guys doing? Just getting out Mares, and now looking back at that, he's like a, an like an important player, like a cornerstone player. Oh, just resigned a contract, so it's like I don't know, man. A player like Yuri could end up in a couple years from now being a solid player for whatever team he signs for next. Yeah, I just feel like yeah, you like Jaka today, but you've had Jaka. No. That, that's the and you should know this as a Yankees fan, right? Like. Why are we holding on to things based on what tomorrow can be when we know what's great today? Like, aren't we in it to win today? Isn't today the day we want to win? You want to win two years from now? Call me in six months or call me in, you know, 12 months. So let me get one thing clear. Let me make it very clear, (laughs) Orlando Martinez. And yes, I'm using your government name because that's how serious I am right now. Government called out. I want Jacka upgraded, no doubt. But I'm yeah. saying right now, Jacka has been good. He's been one of our best players. Yeah. I don't like him. I don't rate him. <laughs> I don't. Jacka, you heard it, your boy. Up. You're not liked around these parts. I don't rate him. But right now, if you bring in Telemans, I'm not saying throw Telemans in the starting rotation right away. I'm just no, not. No, 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 no. I, I don't see Klopp going after him. He's not a Klopp player. He doesn't press like Klopp wants. He doesn't do the things that Klopp wants no. at all. So I don't I don't think they go in for him. And if they do, I think to me that just reeks they're desperate because they need a body in midfield. But like I said, there's other midfielders we can get. Will we get them? That's a different story. You know, like I said, no. we don't have the deepest pockets. 
we do spend money, but it's not like, you know, we're just going to, we spend 150 million. Okay. We're going to spend another hundred before the window ends. We're yeah. not, we don't move like that. We just don't. So we'll see. All right. So Liverpool, Man U, good game. Anything else left to say on that one? I mean, not really. Game of the fucking week for me. For I you, was, that was the game of the week. That's right. You yeah. said that. Okay. I mean, that shit was everything I fucking wanted. Um, so, so and I, are you saying that because it was more like a social media event? You're bouncing around from watch along to watch along. No. Scouts meltdown on, on watch along, which was actually <laughs> hilarious. It was hilarious, but basically for me, the best, like the reason why I rate that is because from a tactical position for City, it's everything I wanted. It's everything. We now have United's misery delayed just a little bit longer because now they think they've got it right. So, okay, we'll see how long it's right as Ronaldo coming on on in the 85th minute. (laughs) We'll see how long that, that stays like that. Yeah, because you know he's not going to keep quiet. So let's go. No. Let's go to another good game. Not if you're a Chelsea fan. Leeds <laughs> three, Chelsea zero, up at Ellen Road. This was uh, the nine o'clock game Sunday. I did did a little drinking Saturday night, so I woke up right at nine, a little hungover. Hell yeah, on the game, and I thought Chelsea was hungover too. I mean, <laughs> what fucking shit performance from Chelsea. Oh, yeah. There's so much stuff to talk about here. First of all, shout out to Leeds before we get uh, before we hammer Chelsea because that was a pathetic performance from Chelsea. But Leeds were fucking good, man. We're talking about games uh, away from home this year that you're not looking forward to. I think Ellen Road away is going to be a tough game. They no. came at Chelsea. They no. came at them for 90 minutes. No fear. It was a disgrace. No it was a yeah. disgrace for Thomas Tuchel at the end to say that Chelsea deserved the game. What the fuck was he watching? And, and some lucky victory. No. Leeds pumped them. Not at pumped all. them from minute yeah. one. Absolutely. Absolutely. No heart, no spirit. Um, Chelsea looks like shit. I'm happy Chelsea look like shit. Chelsea are shit. Chelsea have an attitude and a demeanor of I have entitled uh, winning and Ugh. You got fool's gold. I I don't want to talk about the misery that I felt with losing the Champions League final. I get it. Uh, 1-0. Don't talk. Uh, It's it's more – and listen to everyone who talks about that game, even as a City fan, right? It's never about – I mean, shout out Chelsea. They were definitely the best team that year. It's a mishap by Pep. Exactly. And I don't even got to say it. We all know what was fucked around. We didn't start a fucking CDM. The whole, the only game of the whole fucking year. But I'm not going to, again, I feel my heart getting there. I'm going to need to take medication. I'm not, I'm going to have to roll one up. Don't do this to me. I'm not going to go relive it. I'm just going to simply say, moving forward, Chelsea have fool's gold then thinking they got it right. Timo's case in point, you fucked it up. Romelu, name another fucking team that has a $90 million mistake and then the very next year goes back to ownership and says, uh, money, please. We need more. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Mm. They are shit ran. Their trophies are meaningless. And quite frankly, quite frankly, they should be looking to offset some of these great players that they have. Honestly. If, if like, shout out to the Americans, shout out to Leeds, shout out to what they did. Tyler but, um, Adams fucked them up yeah. in the midfield. 
every American, every American, a part of that game rocked it. Minus the blue Christian Pulisic <laughs> and minus that fuckery owner for Chelsea, who now, by the way, I want to let that man know straight up, you've been swindled, my guy. You bought yourself a fuck shit a complete disaster of a situation. This ain't the Dodgers, bruh. This ain't them. This ain't them. What you think you have ain't it. Good luck telling that German no, bro. Good luck. I, I can't stand this fucking club. I know. And this is something. This is a Step Brothers moment. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> this is a Step Brothers moment, bro. Because, yeah, to me... United fans are annoying, but they're funny. You know, it's like it's like the little uh, it's like the kid in in class who thinks he's going to become the president of the United States. You know, you just laugh at him. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> Liverpool fans are funny, annoying. The Scousers. I can't stand the accent. Yeah. Chelsea fans are obnoxious as fuck. They really think they're fucking Real Madrid. They really oh, think God. they're Real Madrid. It's embarrassing. It's it it's a joke. I have a I have a Chelsea fan. One of the most delusional people I've ever met. I'll send him this podcast too. I'm not going to name him, but I'll send him this podcast. But yeah, everything you said was spot on. You know, the delusion, the delusion that they can go into another season without a striker. Without a striker is just shocking. And Orlando left, so I'm monologuing right now. But yeah, the, the, the problem with Chelsea, they, they're, they're going after Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Love the guy. Got us an FA Cup win over Chelsea. Thank you, Pierre. Really appreciate it. But the fact that they think that they're going to put Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang into the striker position and things are going to be solved is hilarious. Fucking hilarious. And they're going to pay 30 million pounds to do it? Barcelona. That's another fundraiser. <laughs> Pierre-Emerick oh, Aubameyang to Chelsea fundraiser. Because oh, what God. the hell are they thinking? And it's going to happen. It, it's it's damn near done. So as we're recording this, if it's not completed yet, I don't think I've had the notification. It has but, but it's close. Yeah, but, it's close. But let me tell you something about Aubameyang. The guy doesn't run at all. Yeah. No. no oh no, you no know. Hustle. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't track back on defense. He does nothing but sit yep. around the box, sit on the edge of the box, waiting for the ball to fucking come in and bang it in. And he's right. he's finishing his dipped off as well. Let's let right. be real about that. He he went yeah. to the Farmers League, La Liga, and banged in ten goals. I mean, not that hard to do. No, La Liga no. is a joke league. Let's be real. Um, no. <clears throat> they still a Chelsea fan for a million dollars right now can't tell me what the fuck they signed Raheem Sterling for. And they can't do it. Gordon, you play. You play. Oh God! For oh God! Sixty million. I think I said this to you. I don't know who's stupider, Chelsea for paying sixty million for Anthony Gordon. Or Everton for not taking sixty million for Anthony Gordon. <laughs> or Anthony Gordon wanting to go, like you, you want to play in that system as a wingback. You want to do that. You want to track back and play. Like that's what I say about Raheem Sterling. Like, are do, do you not remember playing them? Did you not do the scouting report? He runs a three in the back, bro. You're playing wingback. So Raheem, you're okay with dropping back like a Reese James and doing that. Oh, if, if 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 a Chelsea fan says to you, then oh no, he's not going to be doing that. He's we signed him to be a forward striker. Then I laugh at you because you're an idiot. <laughs> he's not that. He's not that. So what the fuck are you doing? It makes no sense. I don't know what they're doing. Their 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 transfer plan is bizarre mm -hmm. because they had they were having last year in October. Chelsea fans thought they were winning the league because they were first oh, in October. God. That was hilarious for me. 
But they were having defenders scoring last year for them. Why didn't they invest in forwards this year? I'm sorry. If you're looking for clinical forwards, I love Raheem Sterling. I know you don't like him, but I think he's a good player. But he's not a clinical finisher. If you're having problems finishing, you're not going to get Raheem Sterling and solve problems. You're not going to get Aubameyang and solve problems. I haven't seen anything good created even. They have nobody creating chances for them. So this is going to be a problem all year for Chelsea, and I'm fucking here for it because I'm tired of this fan base oh, yeah. thinking they're fucking Barcelona or Real Madrid. I mm-hmm. really am. I'm tired of it. They ain't that good. They nope. ain't that good. They Thomas Tuchel came in and used shithouse tactics to shithouse yep. a fucking Champions League, and mm-hmm. it worked for them. Lucky sons of bitches. Good for them. Cheer it up. But these motherfuckers are still saying we're champions of Europe. No, you're not. Real Madrid is. Give it up. <laughs> Give it up. Last year, you were on the same level as Tottenham and Arsenal, and that's where yeah. you still are right now. And if yeah. you ask me, and I'm an honest fan, and this isn't because I'm an Arsenal fan, I do not fear Chelsea in the least bit. Oh, I'm I do. I'm always scared Stanford Bridge and mop them up, period. Yeah. I don't fear that's them fair. at all. I fear going to Newcastle more than I fear going to Stanford yeah. Bridge. I fear and that's, going to Ellen Road more than I fear going to Stanford Bridge. Period. That's, that's a different vibe for you too, because that's that's a big that's a big deal for you as an Arsenal fan, dude. That's a big that's a big vibe. Look at our yeah. last six results: FA Cup. That's saying something. W. That's saying something. Then we yeah. did the double two seasons ago against Chelsea, and then we lost the first game last year when our team was out with COVID, and then we went to Stanford Bridge and mopped them up four two. Yeah. I don't fear them at all. I'm not worried about them. I'm more worried about that shit club from North North London and the fucking wig piece of Antonio Conte than oh I God. am. But yeah, oh, God. I mean, it was a disaster. No. Edward Mendy cannot kick the ball at his feet. No. That that first goal was hilarious. Max you're not Ederson. The American you're, you're not Allison. What the fuck are yeah, you doing? What are you doing, dude? Yeah. You can boot the ball 50 yards and call it a day. Your name is Mendy, not Mendinho. You're you don't know what you're doing. You're not that guy. Cut that shit out. His name was Mandy after that fucking girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Chelsea are ass. Bowley got swindled. I hope you continue this spending spree and continue to follow the the pointless German. It's going to lead to nothing, and uh, it's it's a misery that I hope to watch matched with United. Except before we sign out, if Abramovich was here. I think Tuchel would be on the chopping block this weekend. Wow. Don't you? Abramovich never played, man. He never fucking played. And yeah. Tuchel's results, look at, like I said, look at Chelsea's form. The past since January, it's been terrible. Terrible. It's a different breed, terrible, though, man. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I don't know, dude. Tuchel, to me, he can't fucking attack at all. His yeah, attack yeah. is terrible. Yeah. No attack. No forward movement. He puts seven at the fucking back, and then yeah. he has three forwards, and he's hoping Reese James and fucking Kolobali get headers. I yeah, mean, no, you're right. Man. It's, it's, I'm sorry. Lukaku was a bust, but you should be getting something out of Romelu Lukaku. He's a bro, I was, <laughs> I was just about to say, it's almost as if they're missing like a really big, strong, yeah. dominant, ball-possessing forward that they can maybe try to feed balls into, Pauls, and they would be able to, you know, be able to you know, feed him and get shots off, almost like a strong number nine. That's not ninety million dollars in loss. Like I don't know, that might be a good idea. They're so fucking stupid, and I'm here for all of it. I'm here for it. We we gotta you know? get top four over them because I'm tired of that club. 
I see it. I see it. And listen to the common tendencies that we've had throughout this. You don't fear one of your biggest rivals. I don't fear him at all. Not a, not even a little bit. And that's not even me being cocky. It's just genuine. You're leading, no, it's, it's, it's sublime. It's prime. I don't doubt it. Because I, I, from your perspective, I, I, necess- I don't know. I know you not, I don't fear United right now, not in the slightest, other than the fact that at Stratford, I feel like they'll fucking try to get hyped up and anyone can win in a game like that. But from your perspective, you don't fear it at all. But the thing that really gets me is throughout all of this, in our first episode, we're seeing immediately that I really think the tendencies are showing Arsenal are a lot better in the standings in week three right now than what you than what you think. It's a it, it it's a one in the rankings right now, but I think it's gonna be top four hands down. I think we're getting top four. I'm gonna say that. I think we're getting top four. And, yeah. and a week could be completely different because I think we're getting a winger. I can't Pepe just left today. He's going to Yeah, for sure. I saw that on loan, right? Can't With no option to buy. Getting a winger. Pedro Neto, I was telling you on uh, Saturday, that's the next game we'll talk about, Wolves-Spurs. I was telling you Saturday, Neto's my guy. I I love Pedro Neto. He had that knee injury last year, but every time I watch him, he's a dynamic, two-footed winger, Mm -hmm. young, 22, scrappy, Mm -hmm. my kind of winger. My kind of winger. I've always wanted this guy at Arsenal, and now we're late to him. It's just going to be- What do you rate Jared Bowen for that matter? I like Bowen, but Neto, I'll take Neto. 100%. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Man, more money. The stupid fucking English tax. Oh, the guy's English. Add 20 mil to the price. Nah, yeah, okay. I know. I, I, I hate that. I hate that. But, but I fucking agree with you. I actually, I rate Neto very well. Um, I rate the recruiting and the scouting on Arsenal every time I see that you guys are involved with particular players. Getting the Like two years ago, we're linked with William, Julian, Brandt, and fucking, yeah. you know, this, uh, you know, some other fucking bum. The, the yeah. recruiting's different now. We're now it's like they want three wingers. They want Neto. They want Diaby, and they want uh, who was the other guy? So I forget. It might have been Bowen too. I rate yeah. Bowen, but um, yeah, the recruiting's better. Arteta and Edu have an eye for talent. Edu, that's who it is. That director, man, he really knows his shit, dude. He really knows his shit. And they came in, like I said, they came in and thought, hey, you know, let's bring in some veterans like David Luiz and William. It didn't mm-hmm. work, and they said, fuck it. We got to go young. And the last yep. two years, recruiting has been good. Odegaard for 30 mil. That's a bargain for me. Quality. Yeah. Quality purchase. Quality. Zinchenko, yeah. 30 mil. Quality purchase. You see fucking <laughs> God, Cucurella man. going for 60 million. I, I'll take Zichenko yeah. for 30. 10 oh, times fucking day. Times I just... It, 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 it's fucking stupid. It's stupid. Chelsea... And, and here's the funny thing. Chelsea will tell you, first off, when were you ever? You know why you got Cucurella? Because City wanted Cucurella. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck, bro. You legion motherfuckers. Why you can't rate your own players? That's Where are you in the scouting that y'all hoes just decide to make a call after someone else made a call? Y'all just some lame hoes. Like I just don't whole get that. strategy this year. They're just being linked with people that other clubs are linked with. We want. Yeah. We went in for Rafinha. Oh, now Chelsea want Rafinha. No. You guys went in for Cucurella. Oh no, Chelsea won Cucurella. It's like <laughs> the fuck. And this, yeah. like I said, Abramovich, he was a fucking uh, billionaire throwing money around, but he did he did have an eye for talent. He didn't yeah. know how to run a club. Bowley's mm-hmm. fucking acting mad out there. Ted Lasso, oh. they call him. 
That's Ted Lasso right there. He doesn't know what he's doing, man. It's just stupid. I I love it. Go. Anthony Gordon for 60, do it right now. Do it. Get it done. That'll fix all your attacking problems, Chelsea. Trust me. You need a a referral? I got you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, send the fucking message, man. Pass the message along. Go get those guys. All right, so let's breeze through these other ones, and then we'll talk about the weekend. Yeah. taking a long time here so yeah let's go through these we'll get it right man it's the first one it's important to get all this info out there yeah for sure spurs versus wolves boring match the wolves i was joking to you like i said the, the, the wolves had a pizza party and they bought <laughs> one pizza pie though i don't think the wolves would be able to finish the pizza pie their finishing is devastating bro horrible 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 yeah. horrible <laughs> they can't finish at all, and they never could. No. Hopefully, what's the new guy they bought? He looked good. Um, oh shit! They uh, brought in. Um, he was one I of the biggest transfers of all time. Um, I'll look it up, but yeah, he looked good. But yeah, they still can't finish. They came into yeah. to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and they outplayed Tottenham, hands down. Tottenham was yeah. not good again. Yep, they still yep. got a result, and that's what's worrying me. Conte is such a shithead. He yeah. does this all the time. He plays unattractive football, but he gets fucking results. Yeah. Tell me that this motherfucker is at the other North, North London club right now. He's going to fucking annoy me for the whole season. I'm already annoyed. We're three games in. <laughs> they somehow have seven fucking points when they probably deserve three. But yeah. That's what Conte does, dude. That's what he does. Yeah. Yep. No, that's exactly what he does. My my concerns that, that stem from Tottenham are um, one-year ownership. So Daniel Levy is they have the biggest debt, all right? So I, it's also important to note these things as well because as much City, you're going to get the shit. As Arsenal look to close on quality signings by the end of the window, you're going to get the haters that are coming out and saying, look at Arsenal trying to be a little mini City and try to sign players and, and spend the bank. That's what they're you saying know. now. Oh, they're trying to be City. Yeah, well, you know, yes, everyone should try to sure. be City. And there's no and there's no fucking, did, like, what? That. Yeah, we're trying to be yeah. City. Absolutely win. Yeah, that that's what makes sense. What are you doing? Who are you trying to be like? Because if it's yourself, it's ass. Unless your name is Liverpool. <laughs> and I, I'll let go of the first three weeks. But anyway, Tottenham have the biggest debt right now of any club. And the amount that they owe to their club is actually refinanced from their stadium. So anyone they try to tell you, oh, well, we try to do sound business. Okay. Continue to say that you do sound business as long as Antonio Conte is your manager, you will have a manager crying for fucking money, crying for it. And if you don't give it to him, he's going to tell the world about it. He don't shut the fuck up. The man is arrogant. He's he's very frustrating because he gets the most out of his players. Anyone who like his former teammates, his former players will vouch for him. I, I know a lot. I know Romelu Lukaku loves him, right? We just got done shitting on Chelsea because they couldn't get it right. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I almost feel like in an American market or yeah, in an American market, that deal would have gotten done. Somehow Lukaku would have really ended up back with, with Conte at Tottenham because they would have the fan base would have really urged for that. The relationship is there. And we all know here in America that's really what bases most of these trades nowadays. It's the relationships. So that I think it would have been there. Conte wants his style of players and he plays a negative style of football, which is simply back nonsense. Yeah. Trash. And yes, Harry Kane's fucking great. I was on record in previous podcasts, shout out to them, uh, that I always never, never really wanted Harry Kane as a City fan. 
the nego- first off, your brother negotiated for you. You're a fucking lame because your brother's ass at it. How he wasn't able to tell Daniel Levy, and I didn't even want it. I didn't even want him. Again, I'm on the record as saying Why, that. Though? Listen, as an Arsenal fan, I hate the guy. He's such a smug prick. I hate the way he looks, too, with his yeah. stupid fucking, like, you know, he's got a mm-hmm. fly in his mouth. But I think he would have been perfect for the Manchester City system. The I don't disagree. ball. He's he can drop back and even play the number ten. I don't His disagree. Passing is beautiful, and this yes. is coming from I fucking can't stand the guy, but I have to give him his props. Yeah. I think he would. I'm glad he didn't go to City because yep. to me that would have been a better signing than Haaland. I'm being wow. honest. Haaland no. is wow. better. Yes, dude. Uh-huh. Haaland is a better player, better talent mm-hmm. for the possession based system mm-hmm. that Pep plays. Harry Kane would have been brilliant for you guys. I actually win. disagree a little bit. I actually think oh, Harry Kane is the it. better. That's my opinion. No, no, no that's fa- it's fair. You're not. Look, we're, 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 it's Harry Kane and Erlen Holland. We're talking yeah, about the, the top percentile. We're we're, 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 you know, we're being as picky as we can here. But it's not that much of a disagreement. I actually think Harry Kane's a little bit more of the possession. You noted it. Harry Kane can drop some dimes. He oh. had double digit assists in the year that he led the Golden Boot as well. So he's really fucking good. I'm not disputing his ability. The reason I never wanted him was as simple as this. Two reasons, mainly. One, I don't want the fuckery backlash that City are buying players from the own league. The notion that it would have never ended if Harry Kane comes to City, we win the Champions League, and, oh, had to buy players from the own league, you're doing what Bayern Munich is doing. Why is that a criticism, though? It's, for me, it's a little smart. Buy from within the Premier League. The Premier League is the best fucking league. You yeah, buy yeah. from the Bundesliga, you end up with Jaden Sancho. Four goals in fucking 36 games. So, so you do yeah. you do believe in a little bit of the Bundesliga tax. You definitely subscribe to that a bit. Yes. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I can point to... Okay, that's fair. There's a difference between yeah. Haaland coming in. You knew that yeah. guy was going to shine. Sure. And, and Sancho, a fucking winger, putting up ridiculous numbers. <clears throat> So for the so for okay. the record, we're ninety minutes in, and we just got it for the record. A non-city fan saying that Holland is an easy fix coming to the prem because <clears throat> Lord knows everyone has come out and said, "I don't oh, know dude. if he can if he can translate over." Right? That's a lazy narrative. Anybody who honestly <laughs> thought the dude's pace is insane. Now, yeah, does man. he necessarily fit the system? I don't know. But I'm sure Pep will make it work because it's fucking Pep Guardiola. But that's such a lazy narrative. People are going to latch onto anything because City, pretty much you guys got the perfect team. I mean, you really do. So any people are going to latch onto any little thing and, and pray to the gods that, hey, yeah. Bundesliga tax is going to kick in with Holland. We knew that yeah. wasn't going to happen. We knew that wasn't going to happen. But the main reason I didn't want Harry Kane, that's the first reason, the, the whole scrutiny behind the well, move. Who says that, though? I, I've, I've got to be honest. I've never heard that. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing when we got Mares. It's a thing when to me, that's it's a, a smart business. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I, I mean, when I hear the argument, I think, why aren't you speaking to the club that gave him up? Like, that's my that's my argument to that. But the main thing is I want the future to be locked in for a number nine. As a city fan, bro, it has been so fucking hard 
taking those draws or losses when we know how many more chances can my fucking team create and we don't have someone banging them in. I have watched compilation of compilation of videos of where we see balls thrown in there and we're just like, oh, if Holland was there, if Holland was there, I always want an Erlen. The connection was there. makes sense. The Everything with the Puma and the dad, former plane, it was perfect. It was aligned with the stars. No doubt. No doubt. And I'm not criticizing the, the signing. Obviously, it's a genius. You take Holland when you get him. I just think, for me, I'm more happy Kane didn't go there because I think Kane no. would be better. And in my opinion, no. they got to win something this year or Harry Kane's going to, to Bayern Munich. There's Holy links, shit. There's links this summer. Holy there was talk shit. About it. And I'm telling you this. Harry Kane, he can fucking do whatever he wants. He's got all the goals in the Premier League. He'll he'll end up being the Premier League top scorer, probably. I think he almost already is. <clears throat> but you got to win trophies, dude. And if you don't, <laughs> and you don't have any fucking ambition. And you can't be a great player when you have Done. no ambition. Yeah, you you're not going to be listed with the great English players. You can't, not. you can't sit there and have two, however many goals and zero trophies. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's a black eye on your career. Mm-hmm. That's a black eye on your career. He's got to yep. win trophies. And for me, Tottenham has to do it this year. They're on the clock because Antonio wow. Conte, as you mentioned, he's a fucking whiner. He whines oh, about everything. everything. And his stays at places are normally short. Mm-hmm. Period. That's facts. That's all we can go off of is what's yeah. happened in the past. Yeah. And Daniel Levy is a is a see you next Tuesday. You know, I'm not going to say the word, but you know what I'm saying. A see you yeah. and whatever. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I don't see that relationship lasting long. And Harry Kane, he's got to win trophies because for me, if he doesn't win anything in Tottenham and stays there the rest of his career and doesn't win anything, I'm saying, okay, you're a great goal scorer, but Jesus Christ, you stayed at that fucking club and didn't win trophies your entire career. I Facts. can't say you're one of the greats. No, the no, greats no, don't get trophies. Period. Yeah. You got to go to Bayern and fucking go to the Farmers League and plant, plant a fucking uh, a, a fucking bunch of crops and fucking yeah. milk cows to get trophies. You go yeah. do it. Facts. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to go to Bayern. There was links this summer. I think if wow. he don't get it, I think he goes to Bayern next year. Yeah, I think I think that's what happens. Period. And and the only way Daniel Levy will will will. Pull away from his prized possession and his prized player and the one that he cares about so much, so dearly, like it's a little precious. He he it's gonna take Conte to really give the sign off and tell him I can win without him. And you're subscribing to a relationship with someone that is infamously on the shorter term as opposed to doing right by your player. I actually said on that previous podcast, I think Tottenham should do right and build around Harry Kane. And but by do right by him means go get fucking players and build this team around a certain methodology. But you chose Antonio Conte, which is a win now mode. You're not a team that can really do that for an extensive period of time, which I would say three years, three to four years is an extensive period of time of saying we every year can win the Prem or the Champions League. They don't have that roster. No, no. I mean. Now, let's talk about their transfer window because people were like, oh, my God, Tottenham's transfer window was amazing. Listen, they had a good transfer window. They got depth. I'm looking at this team now. They do not have a number 10. Harry Kane still has to drop back and do the number 10 duties. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Harry Kane has also been incredibly healthy the past couple years. 
he had some injury problems before that. In the last yeah. couple of years, they have gotten away with Harry Kane being injury free. He has Champions League this year, which is hurts me to say because Arsenal should have got that, but fuck them. But oh, they have Champions God. League. They have yeah. two cups: Carabao Cup, FA Cup, Champions League, and then Harry Kane is the captain for England in the World Cup. Harry yeah. Kane gets injured. This team does not have a number ten. They do not have a creator at all. Yeah. Cool. Fucking hell, you've created a great disaster plan for them. I love it, but fuck. Man, you've I'm gone down the evil it. lab chamber. <laughs> exactly. But Kulisevsky, he's pretty good. I actually think he's really good. I would like he's, he's, re- he's really good. I don't rate him as high as other people. No, I'm but not, yeah, I think he's really good. He's a good player, but you have no creativity if Harry Kane goes down. So mm-hmm. your whole plan, you should have brought in a number 10. Bring in a, why didn't you bring in a number 10? You got Rich Arlison in the head case. I think he's a good signing off the bench, but you need a creative player. And if, and if yep. something happens with Harry Kane this year, and he might even just burn out after the World Cup, that's a lot of fucking games for a dude in his 30s. right? And that's Isn't that's what the Richarlison – Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure they're going to give Richarlison some play, but it's still a lot of game time. So Yeah, so me, that's their, that's their argument number to that. 10, then it's still a B window for Tottenham because they don't have any creative in, uh, play in here. None at I all. I think – I think you're being even lucky with that, with a B, because I even take it a little bit further. The moves that they made were right at the end of the season. Those guys that were loaned from the January windows, that really doesn't fucking count from this summer. You haven't done a fucking diddly Pesuma, though. Pesuma was a good signing. Sure, absolutely. Solid. Has he started yet? No. Has he? God, I don't okay. know what Conte's doing about that. That guy should be starting over Hoiberg any day. Um, so you know just by knowing ball, you know that it's more better to prioritize a starting number 10 as opposed to going and getting a backup striker. But they went and got the backup striker, and here they are still looking. Are they even looking to get a number 10? I don't even know. Would you consider... They were, would, they were linked to Z- 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 Zanoilo, Z- Z- Zanoilo from, uh, but he got hurt this weekend. Uh, I forgot what club he was from, and I think he's from Spain. And then um, James Madison they were linked for. I don't think they're getting him. I saw that. Lost too much. Madison would be perfect. They got Madison, uh, then I'm worried. Right now, I ain't worried about Tottenham. I'm really no. not. Like I'm more worried about them than Chelsea, but I still see a team that plays shit football, shit boring football. The game against Chelsea, they were dominated. The ref handed yeah. them two goals. That was fucking hell. Ridiculous. Incredible. And Conte just seems to have this magic. That if, if I'm worried about anything, it's just Antonio Conte. The guy has the magic. He really does. He gets that team believing that anything is possible. And mm-hmm. we can we can win this game at any point. And they still have Harry Kane and Son, who are just clinical finishers. They really are. They are. Those guys are scary. Are. But Tottenham. I, I still see holes in their team. Uh, per- oh, Perkins yeah. was actually really impressive in this Wolves game. I'm going to say that as well. But Wing back, right? Wing. You're playing him wing back? Wing back. That's, uh, left wing back. Yeah. Uh, it was a boring-ass game. They were lucky to get the the win, but they got it, and that's what's annoying about Tottenham right now is Conte just gets fucking results. Period. Yeah, more more of Wolves, more of Wolves not being up for it. I think, but I really, I, I work. Tottenham always find a way to fucking beat City every year. The last two years, we've lost to, to have, Tottenham in the opener. Guys, pretty much. Let's be yeah, clear. they have, they have, they get us. So I actually do fair, do you know worry about Tottenham when we play them? But sure, I mean, because, yeah, they did the double yeah, they, last year, Champions mm-hmm. League. They beat you guys no. in that. The year before that, I think they got a win over you. So the, the yeah. problem is Pep, 
he's going to play his style of football, and his style of football plays right into fucking Tottenham's hands. No. The, the, adaptions, the adaptions haven't been there. Yeah, so he needs to adapt this year, and if he does, you guys should beat him, but you know, he needs to he needs to adapt. He he played right into your guys' hands in that game last year. And that was a big yeah. game. I was watching that game last year. I'm like, Tottenham needs to drop points here. And yeah. those, those three points got you guys got them Champions League over us, you know, amongst yeah. a couple other things. But Yeah, no, I, I, it's really difficult with Tottenham because my, my whole thing about it is they show up, they especially with City, they really, they really tend to Sun and the the counterattacking just seems to be so much more genius and brilliant. It's fucking shades of early Barcelona. It's incredible. Like the movement when they play us is just absolutely amazing. I'm so fucking pissed. Sun hits wonder goals. Kane is hitting headers. It's getting easy tap-ins because all of a sudden they they have X-ray vision. It's fucking ridiculous. But I mean, yeah, Conte for me, it's. This year in particular, I'm very interested to see how City adapt to with us now having a true nine. We're going to have someone back there that is, it, it, if you're really trying to put that counter on us and we're coming back and just trying to play defensive, Holland is back there lurking now. Like, I'm really, really excited to see the development of all these teams that are like, oh, yeah, we're going to counter your ass. It's just like, okay, but we can kind of do that game too. So I'm interested about that. Yep, yep. And you guys got a nice, beautiful counter goal against West Ham that first week too, which was really, really yeah. nice. Uh, De Bruyne's just going to slip those passes in every time. But, um, yeah, let's just go through a couple other matches. Crystal Palace, Aston Villa. We talked about Palace a little bit. 3-1, Crystal Palace. Impressive, very impressive. Mm-hmm. Villa, mm-hmm. if I'm saying anything about Villa, it's Steven Gerrard. You're in trouble, <laughs> mate. <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble, lad. That's what they say. The scouts is lad. Yeah, now Stephen Gerrard, he's yeah. in trouble. He has yeah. not done a good job with this Villa side. Villa has oh. some talent, and they look. Every time I see them, I always watch Villa because, like I said, they have some good players over there. Mm-hmm. They don't look good. And if if I'm the owners of Villa, they spend money. Those owners, I'm saying, yo, Stevie G, you got to get us some results, or you're out of here. Yeah. I think him or Lampard. That was another game. Everton, Nottingham Forest, one-one draw. Yeah. I think they're going to be the first five, or or, or Rogers at Leicester. The, one of those oh. three will be the first out. Spot on, spot on. Can't disagree. Um, hundred percent on Lampard and Gerard. They they just complete fuckery on both ends. You know, yeah, Villa sure. Villa is willing to get it right and can spend if they they'll back their guys, but. If you're Villa front office, you're like, what the fuck is Leon Bailey doing? Because you told us he was going to do a lot more than what he's doing. So, like, he's what a the good fuck? Player, so he should absolutely, be yeah. Not. The 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 two striker attack they do with Watkins and Ings, those guys aren't good enough for that. They're just no. not. They're not. I don't like their style of play at all. And like I said, I, I rate they have talent. They do. You look at their team; they got some good players. Like I said, yeah. Bailey, I would I, take. I would yeah. take. Um, What's I take I rate only. Maddie I rate Cash. only. Yeah, Matty Cash is good. good. Yeah, uh, he got shit on by Gundo last year with the header, but uh, yeah. to kind of get things going on the on the winner. He just but, picked up that Camara guy who's pretty good. He was from um, oh Marseille. He was oh, from okay. Marseille. Uh, Camara is good. They got some good players over there. So yeah, I think you know definitely watch out for them. Um, that watch out for Stevie G might be the first to go. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so Everton, not in Forest. Honestly, I didn't see it. Everton to me is freaking boring as fuck. 
No, both both teams, yeah, both teams show it to us first. Show it to us first. I don't really see it. Not Tot or uh, Nottingham Forest is important to note. This they've have the most transfers of the window so 17, far. Like oh, I think it was fucking nutty, nutty. Like yeah. nobody knows nobody. No, <laughs> I know. Did they finish that awesome Awar deal? Because I always wanted Awar, and Arsenal was linked to him. They never got him. He played great against you guys when you guys lost to Leon in the Champions League. That He's one so year. good. And after that, He's I so good. him. But he seems All to be right. another dude with attitude problems because I hear a lot of stuff back and forth. Um, but Arsenal look, don't want that. No, no, no. But you look at that midfield they had. They had Awar, Guamaris, and Paqueta. Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. great midfield. Yeah. Leon had a great fucking midfield. Everybody wanted those guys. So yeah. I don't know if he went to Nottingham, but to me, that's a good transfer for Nottingham because that yeah. was a $50 million transfer two years ago. When yeah. Arsenal Awar's... wanted him, they wanted about 40 to $50 million. Now he's going for like 10 which that's a bargain to me because the dude's, the dude's a player. If somebody the can rein him in, yep. um, that would be a good signing. Fulham-Brentford was probably, if I was going to say uh, what was my second game of the week, Fulham-Brentford was awesome. Yeah, awesome if, game. Ivan Tony, that's a dude where like, why isn't Chelsea going for Ivan Tony? Seriously, he'd be perfect. Yeah. He creates yeah, you're not wrong. He dropped back, he helps in the build up, he creates mm-hmm. and he can finish. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck are you going for Anthony Gordon? It would probably be around the same price. I I would be around the same price. Sixty mil. My, my only thought Ivan is Tony for sixty mil. Yeah, no, absolutely. It solves the forward problem, the striking issue. My only issue or my only thought is, and I'm just taking a wild mark here, if I'm taking my putting myself in the Chelsea perspective, we're getting Anthony Gordon because we're trying to do another winger and we're going to do two wingers and we're going to go back to a traditional four. And I'm still playing with who the striker is. I know they didn't include that Bourjan guy. Uh, so they're, yeah, so they're keeping him. I guess. Um, Obviously, Tuchel doesn't rate him because he ain't playing him. You're right. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't know what the thought process here. That's me taking a stab at it, but it's fucking stupid. Um, Everton. <laughs> they. I don't know. I don't know. We're, they no, got They. We moved on from Everton. We we're talking Fulham, Brentford. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Ivan Tony. We're yeah. That, this, so. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I. I completely. I, if Sunday or Monday didn't occur, that game was the game of the week. Because that th- what what was that like? On three two Fulham, yeah. Fulham got Mitrovic got the winner in the ninetieth, ninety first minute, something like that. It was a great yeah. game, yeah. Um, really, really great game. Uh, Fulham went up two zero. Looked like it was going to be a freaking easy easy win for them. Brentford came back, made it two two. It should have been three two Brentford. Questionable VAR call. I think it was the right call, but it was really really close. Really good game, really good game, and you 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 told me Fulham Brentford is going to be a good game this weekend. I was like, oh maybe, but it was good call, good call. Um, Leicester Southampton, I didn't bother one second on that. Um, Southampton won. Brendan Rodgers on watch, and Leicester's another team. They haven't made one incoming move, so yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Because uh-huh. you look at that team: Tielemans, Madison, Vardy, Indidi, yep. Fafana. They have quality. They got a well, lot of Harvey Barnes. Good. Harvey like Barnes, yeah. Gooseberry Hall guy. They have a lot of fucking good players. Yep. What the hell is going on? Why aren't they bringing in more players? It's a change. It's a change. I think that I think the, uh, the owners in the front. I like that guy. I think he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And and I, there's not a trust in Brandon Rogers. Yeah. I don't think there is. I, I think, I think there's an already understanding. Yeah, they, they got to go separate. And I think they're looking to rebuild. 
Um, I think they're going to hold on to a couple players from a marketing standpoint. You really can't have Jamie Vardy no longer on the team because you've sold X amount of jerseys and the manuals have his picture and all that shit. So Vardy stays. They just gave him an extension. Yeah, there you go. So he'll be a part of the bringing in the new guys and teaching them the ways. And this is how Lester does it kind of thing with a new manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, start over other teams that are mid table. I'd be looking at Lester and trying to pick and prime and see what oh, you yeah. can get. Madison. Chelsea are getting hardballed with Wesley Fofana, you know. Um, Martinelli ripped his ass up and <laughs> ripped him up. That's Fofana, fucking- Fofana's probably like, yo, I don't want to go to Chelsea because I got to play Martinelli twice again. I don't want to do that. I thought I only had him one more time on the schedule. I got to play two more times. Fuck that. <laughs> 70 million for that guy. Nah. And he's young. Good player. He's Good young. player, young, 50, 60, somewhere I'm in there. saying, man, the tax right now at the tax end, crazy. these guys are getting swindled. Yep, yep, yep. Um, last game, Brighton, two, West Ham, zero. West Ham has no points on the board. Disappointing. That's pretty su- surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah, that was my that was my sneaky pick for getting uh, top six and getting some Europa this year. Uh, West Ham, I really thought, kind of with Jared Bowman last year, kind of with Declan Rice, a, a strong pivot in the midfield. Um, the scrap that they had with Chelsea towards the end of the year, they really fought with them. Um, Antonio, I rate him. I think I he's Antonio. good. I think he's really I, good. He's a scrapping. physical fucking striker. Fuck yeah. Throws people yeah. around, gets in their face. I, yeah. I love Antonio. Absolutely. His Great profile's guy. profile's too old for Arsenal. They don't want anybody really in their 30s anymore that you yeah. can't sell on. Mm-hmm. But um, I think he's a great striker. And then they just got yeah. Scamacca from Italy, who's looks like another decent striker. Yo, and- he looks like a creative player, bro. That guy looks so fucking big and weird when he plays. I'm just like, nah, that man's not real. Well, he looks decent, but uh, and today they put in a $40 million bid for Paqueta from Leon which uh, I think will be turned down. I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's nah. enough to get it done. I think they're going to want more towards 50. But they're obviously panicking a little bit. I don't know if so much panicking is just trying to make a move. But, yeah, they got to get going because it gets or it gets late quick, you know. <laughs> that's a great up, way to put it. You're yeah. looking up and, you know, it's, it's only week four. But you could be looking in a couple more weeks. You're fucking 16th in the table. And now you're fucking yeah. 15 points behind. Yeah, and now you're sellers. Yeah, and now you're sellers. Now that's the thing. Yep, and now you're saying, okay, hundred million for Declan Rice, we'll take it. Yep, yep. Time to time to restart, kind of thing, which is sad because, I mean, you've been competing. You know what I mean? It was actually kind of fun to see when bubbles popped off. Um, (laughs) I I I thought I thought West Ham got it going. I really do. I I thought tough the past couple years. Yeah, it's just we'll see what they end up doing. I I, right. Do what? They took points off you guys last year, right? Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if I'm not mistaken, they knocked us out of the Carabella Cup. Yeah, I could be wrong about yeah, that. But and they took points yeah. off Liverpool as well. So yeah, they they're a real tough team for a lot scrappy of scrappy team. Yeah, scrappy, scrappy. I don't, I don't rate David Moyes though. I don't really like how he manages. I think his uh philosophy might be getting a little stale. That's a sneaky gone by December kind of uh manager, yeah. possibly. Sneaky, yeah. sneaky. You uh, laid out the disaster plan perfectly. If they don't get anything in and they start to continue to lose. They are sellers in a month. They are looking at January window. Who do you want to come get? And they're fucked. Well, there was an interesting quote also, not only the one from Moyes, but Declan Rice. They were getting booed this weekend for the Brighton huh. game. And Rice was like, what do you expect? We're not going to win the league. Not really something you want to say. I mean, that's not really Fucking inspiring hell. your fans, right? 
we're not going to win the league, so why are you booing? You know, he seems like he had a couple outbursts last year. I remember when we played them, him and Eddie and Keddie had gotten to it. And it Mm -hmm. was a stupid mistake by Declan Rice because they were down. It was the 89th minute, so he was actually time-wasting for us. Thank you, Declan. Really great move. Um, And then he had another outburst in uh, the Europa League against the officials. He got fined and maybe suspended for it, but I think think he's going to be putting in a transfer request pretty soon. I really. Well, I can tell you now, as a City fan, I'm happy we got fucking Phillips. Yeah, listen, I like Rice, but I think that English tax is going to overrate him a little bit. The price you guys got Phillips for was a great price because he's English as well. So you yeah. can get hit with that crazy, crazy English tax. Rice is going to yeah. go for a hundred million. I don't think he's worth that. I think he's a good the, player, but I don't yeah. think he's a hundred million. No, 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 no. And, <laughs> and all of this, what you're sharing, all of this coming out, it's just dropping the valuation more. So it's it'll be interesting to see what becomes of him and and if he ends up going somewhere else. But with West Ham, I just I don't know. I don't I don't see it. I hope it changes because I really had high hopes for it. Um, We'll do our but predictions yeah. for the top top five, and then we'll do fifth and sixth, and then yeah. we'll do um, relegation stuff and, as well next week after the transfer window because a lot of things are going to change. You know, Chelsea. Oh gonna, fuck yeah! Chelsea's going to bid seventy million for Anthony Gordon, and you know that that'll put them in the title race. So, oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, man. it's just laughing. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Let's go through these fixtures, and we're going to put predictions. You got a notepad, or you want me to write these down? No, I got you. Let me get it. All right, cool. Prediction time. Some decent fixtures. I'm looking at them right now. So, yeah, let's lock these bitches in. All right, let's go through these fixtures. Let's do it. We're going to go in uh, order. So first game of the weekend, Saturday, 7.30 a.m. American time. I think that's like what, noon? Noon in the U.K., 12.30 in the U.K., whatever. Is it? Yeah, that's the first time game for him? First game, Manchester United away at Southampton. I'm giving a prediction, and I'm going with a 2-2 draw. I told you, these motherfuckers are gassed up. They're gassed up. They're Red Devils. They're gassed the fuck up. They think oh. they're fucking winning the league now. They think they think they think they're getting Dijon. They think they're getting Anthony. They think they're getting everybody in. No, yeah. that's another thing. Anthony for a hundred million. Oof. Wild, I don't know about wild. That. When you have a winger on the roster, that's even better. Half the price. Um, I'm going two-two draw. I think Southampton, like we said, scrappy team. They're they're one of the weirdest teams. One week they look absolutely dreadful. The next week, they're pulling 2-2 draws against Manchester United, which is what I'm predicting. Uh-huh. It's going to happen. 2-2 draw. What do you got? Talking into existence. I actually got a draw as well. I'm actually going to go less than what that is, though. I'm going 1-1. I, I think it's thinking- going to be so fucking boring. <laughs> I think this game is going to be no excitement. It's going to be United trying to branch out from what they did, but realizing that it was more defensive than anything and it was lucky shit. So I'm going one, one. I got Southampton on the board first United scoring in the 80th. And then in an hour after the game saying, we're still back. We just got to figure it out somehow. It's okay. So one, one for me. Oh no, they're going to, they're going to, 
they're going to storm, uh, storm back, storm their way back to um, Old Trafford and, and protest the Glazers. That's what's going to happen. Yep. But, yep. With the fucking uh, flags. Two, so two draws. All right, perfect. Next game. Brentford home against Everton. I'm going Brentford win. I think Everton is a relegation candidate for me. We'll see yep. if I put him in the relegation zone next next week and have them out of the Premier League, which would be shocking. I don't think they've yep. ever been relegated. But they suck. And Brentford's a good team. I like Brentford. Uh, if I can if I can relegate a team by week six, I will, <clears throat> and that would be the fucking team. Everton are just shit. You broke up a little bit. Yeah, no, I was just saying that I think Everton are absolute shit. That would be the team that if I can reg- relegate after week six, week seven, that would be the team to do it. Get the fuck out of here. They're gone. Yeah, I think um, I think Brentford wins. I'm going two zero, two nothing. Um, that's where I'm going. Where are you going? <clears throat> I'm going worse. I'm going. Mm, I don't know if it's worse. I think maybe Everton get themselves still one can't goal. Hear you, dude. Can you hear me all right? You're breaking up a little bit. Yeah, I think you're back now. Okay. <clears throat> What'd you say? Two one. I got three one. Three one. Brentford. Yeah, I got oh, three one Brentford. I got Tony okay. with a brace. Tony with a hat trick. Tony with the brace. Oh. Uh, Go for the hat trick. He's a, he's a baller, and then Chelsea he dropped a, fucking two hundred million on him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to Leeds. see it happen. Brighton leads. It's at uh, it's at Brighton. Do you know who you're going with? No, I didn't even know they were playing. So I'm thinking right now. I'll go ahead and tell you. I got, I got leads. The 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 Americans are rolling with it. Um, I think Brighton have some attacking ability, um, but right now it's all about American power. And Leeds are a trendy team. Um, I don't think a, a, a reality check is this week. I think it'll come in the next few weeks. But this week I'm going two nil Leeds. Yeah, I mean, neither of these teams have lost, which is interesting. Both well coached teams. Both play yeah. with a lot of fire. Graham Potter, we'll, I rate him. we'll talk about this in the future. But for me, Southgate out, Graham Potter in. I would make wow. him the England coach. I think he'd Holy be perfect. Shit. I love the guy's style of football. He's a great a job coach. promotion for him. Came into way. Old Trafford week one and slapped up Manchester United. And I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good game, but I see it being a two two draw. Brighton leads two two draw. What'd you say? Two zero leads? Yeah, I got two zero leads. Oh, Americans, bro. You're very patriotic. I'm rolling with it. I think it's it's they're playing exciting football. They're playing daring football. They're gonna get caught on the back end, but uh, Rodrigo, Rodrigo is nasty. Golden boot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, he's playing great. He was he was sick. Him and Tyler Adams were just tearing up Chelsea the other day, which yeah. I love. But yeah, cool. At least we, uh, that's one where we're drastically different on. I got a 2-2 draw. You got a 2-0-1 for Leeds. Next game, Chelsea home at the shit bridge <laughs> against Leicester City. Unfortunately, I think this is a 2-0 win for Chelsea. Um, probably two goals from their defenders, like usual. Mendy's probably going to hit a 100-yard goal. Um, nah. <laughs> no. It, Leicester's just bad. They're not bad. Like I said, they have quality, no. but something's wrong with that club right now. 
no incomings. Brendan Rodgers, I think this is his last game. That's my bold prediction of the weekend. Brendan Rodgers will be out by Sunday. This is a Holy Saturday shit. game. He might even be out by Saturday night. This is Brendan Rodgers' farewell tour. 2-0 Chelsea. Damn. He's gone. Something's going on there. And I'm telling you, he's either going to resign or they'll fire his ass. Yeah, you think this early, huh? Yeah, something's going on there, dude. They they have way too much talent to be to be fucking mailing it in like this. And they, they yeah. have invested money, those owners. And if I told you that somehow, some way Lester gotta win this weekend over a depleted over a defeated, deflated Chelsea, what would you say? Todd Bowley put him put him up for sale again. <laughs> They're finished. They are done. <laughs> Fulham staying up. Chelsea's getting relegated. New Kings of London. Fulham. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. All right. Kings realistically. London, right? Fulham's in West London too? Yeah. I, I don't even fucking know all those damn London teams. New Kings of West London. Fulham. If if Leicester pulls this off, then yeah. Tuchel. Gone in the morning. Oh, my nah, God. He that that no, he wouldn't panic. And I'd love to see. I'm oh, yeah. on every Chelsea fan channel and watch the meltdowns. And then they have to fucking talk to Lester the next morning about buying Fofana for eighty million. <laughs> they just keep him. They'll just fucking <laughs> drop a duffel bag at the fucking exit of Stanford Bridge. Uh, a duffel bag in the fucking garbage can. Go get it, and we're keeping Fofana. <clears throat> I got, I got a one-one draw. Whoa! I want it. I think I want it to gonna... happen. Fuck my prediction. Yeah. I want the one-one draw. I'm sticking with two-zero Chelsea. But hey, that happens. To me, if they draw with Leicester at home, that's it, that's an even bigger disaster than the three zero to Leeds for me. Because mm-hmm. Leeds is always tough at Ellen Road, right? You yeah. you you draw at home to Leicester, they've looked toothless, completely toothless. They haven't even got a win yet. That's that's a, that's an indictment against Chelsea if that happens. Yeah, um, it's pretty lame. This one should be this one should be uh, easy pick. Will probably be the same on this Liverpool home at Anfield. Against Burnmouth. Oh God, yeah. I mean, win for Liverpool, right? Why are we wasting our time? I think though, this the stride is coming back three 0 Yeah, I'm gonna say two 0 Liverpool. Um, they'll they'll get back going. It'll be a comfortable two zero win. Probably a load of chances. They'll miss a few. They're still not 100 percent back, but this is the game mm-hmm. that's gonna like set them back on their track. I think uh, two z- two zero for Liverpool. Your team, Manchester City, home at the Etihad against Patrick Vieira, Wilfred Zaha, and Crystal Palace. I got 3-1 City. Zaha gets his. Did we already predict this? Yeah, I think yeah, we so. Did, right? You said 3-1, yeah. I said 2-1. Yeah. Yeah, we did this. We did this one. I'm sticking with that. And then the next one's Arsenal Fulham at 12:30, home at the Emirates. What did I say? I said 2-0. I wanted a clean sheet, and you said 3-2, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Three more games. Aston Villa, home. Steven Gerrard, home against <laughs> the West Ham Hammers. Interesting game. Two teams. Aston Villa's 1-1. Lost two. West Ham's lost three. Crazy, crazy. So both teams desperate for a win. This actually should be a good game. I'm um, looking forward to this one. It's probably one that's on my radar just because to, both these teams are desperate. Like I said, Stevie G to me is on the hot seat. And Needs West it, right? Ham and, you know, David Moyes could be on the hot seat as well. If they lose mm-hmm. 
at Aston Villa, Villa Park, you never know. He could be on the hot seat as well. So this could be the loser leaves town match of the weekend. Holy shit. You think? What do you think? I think, it, I think I mean, it could be. Yeah. No, 100%. Early on, both of these teams starting off so fucking shit, there needs to be some sort of wake-up call. I, I would say this. Here's my uh, – not really bold, but here's my prediction on sackings this, this year. Mm-hmm. There's not going to be a sacking until about maybe October, November. And I think you've kind of hit the head on who it is going to be, but I'll wait. I got for this particular game, I got West Ham getting back on stride and winning 2 nothing. Okay. And if you look at that, I mean, if you're, if you're Aston Villa and you're the owners, you've invested money. Steven mm-hmm. Gerrard starting off one in three, losing to mm-hmm. a, a winless West Ham team at Villa Park. Yep. He, he might be gone Sunday morning along with fucking Bre- Brendan Rodgers if they both lose. <laughs> Yeah, that when could that, happen because it, 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 they think about it that way. You're the you're the Villa owners. You're saying, yeah. man, he came in last year. He was good in the beginning, probably first five games. You saw a little – the new coach bump, right? Anytime you get a yeah. new coach, there's always a bump, except if you're Eric Ten Hag. But that's another story. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, no, you always get that new coach bump. And then after that, Villa kind of fell off until that last game of the season where they almost scared Manchester City into yeah. losing the Premier League. But That's how it works with shit teams that. like that. Yep. They show up for those games because they want to play fucking Spoiler. the devil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're Villa, I'm, you know, you're probably saying we need to change a coach. So I'm going. I'm going Villa. I think Villa is going to play good this weekend. They're going to play desperate. Wow. And I think West Ham starting off 0-4. I'm going 2-1 Aston Villa. Damn. Wow. I'm trying to look at some of the targets that Aston Villa have done or the windows. And I mean, yeah, they, they've... They, they got that Camara guy in from Marseille very early. They got in um, the yep. center back that got hurt. Um, what was Diego name? Carlos. Yep. Yep. He got hurt. I think it was an ACL. Yep. So he's gone for the year pretty much. Uh, yeah. They've got some players, player but, you know, they, they invest money uh, and it's not good for them. So no. next Wolves home at the Molyneux against Newcastle. Somewhat of an interesting game. I'll be on Pedro Neto watch on that one. Maybe Pedro yeah. Neto's farewell tour. Is he coming yeah. to the Emirates? I hope so. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe he's going he somewhere, right? Bye to the crowd at Molyneux. And uh, if that happens, I will be very excited. But yeah, Wolves, Newcastle. Wolves don't have a win yet either. Surprising. I, I, I didn't know that. So yeah, Wolves need a win. Desperate for a win. They're home this weekend against Newcastle. Um, Newcastle's 1-0 and two draws. Uh, this is a tough one. What, what are you thinking? I'm already thinking that Wolves have brought in a few other players, right? Some other Portuguese players that they've tried to get ingrained into the club. They went off Portuguese in their front six. So that was pretty fucking nutty this past weekend. I got Newcastle. Two nothing, and I see yep. this as the like opportunity. Said, can't finish for, wolves. Yep, they can't. They can't. Yeah. And I see I this see as the cap to make moves this, at some point in the next couple days. Yeah, yeah. Sell pet, sell Pedro Neto, bring in another attacker. Uh, I did see that they were linked to another attacker, so I look for little things like that. If they're linked to another attacker, then they could be thinking Pedro's on his way. Hundred percent. 
<clears throat> like you said, it's Portugal FC over there. Mendez uh-huh. is the fucking agent for half of that team. And if you think that if Arsenal's saying they're interested, it's probably because they got the green light from Mendez saying, hey, Neto wants to sign. Figure it out between clubs. Yep. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm going for a Newcastle win. I think uh, Wolves are going to score a weird goal. It's probably going to bounce off somebody's kneecap and go in the back of the net for them because they can't fucking finish anything. But, uh, yeah, I'm going for a 2-1 Newcastle win. Another great game from my boy, St. Maxo. Big fan of that game. Yeah, he's really good. <clears throat> and the last game of the, the week, Nottingham Forest home against the shit club from North London. The Tottenham hot shit. What are you going with? I don't want the Spurs to win. They're winning. But they're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're going to put some buckets up. I got them winning 3 nothing. Yep. I am going with a 4-1 to one Spurs win. I think they feast on teams like this. Harry Kane, Sun hasn't scored yet. Sun's going to pull up a deuce. Yeah. And then Kane will get a goal. And then, you know, I th- I'm going 4-1. I think this will be an easy, easy win for them. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I would rather go Nottingham Forest 2-1, but I can't do it. I think it's going to be – I'm going 3-1. 3-1 Spurs. 3-1? All right. It'd be nice if Forrest gave it a little run. I don't I don't see how – I wouldn't doubt it, but I haven't seen enough from them to even think they can step up with, with Spurs. Surprise me, Nottingham Forest, please. You exactly. and your 15 new signings, do something. <laughs> yeah, the whole fucking new team. Get, get well acquainted fast. Yep, but – Good first podcast. Your homework for the night. I'm going to get this podcast up by tomorrow. Your homework for the night. Figure out a temporary. This could be a temporary name, but just something I can name the podcast for tomorrow. Text it to me tomorrow. We did a bunch of ideas in the Instagram. So if you can like pull them together and pick which one or two that you think is best. And we'll do that. That way I can at least post something. We can always change it down the line. So yeah. Um, we can still brainstorm, but just something I can post so we can put this out and let people hear it before the weekend, before the, the matches that we predicted. But yeah, good first podcast, two hours and 10 minutes. I was thinking we were going to do shit. an hour. That, I was thinking we were going to do an hour and that would be long. So we doubled it, yeah. but makes sense. We got a lot to catch up on. And I thought it was a good podcast. Good start. A lot of opinions, yeah. mostly fuck Chelsea. <laughs> Yeah, mainly if you got anything out of this, we're American. You, one likes Arsenal, one likes City, and all of us fuck, Char- fuck Chelsea. Fuck Chelsea. But, yeah. All right, yeah. good one. We're going to wrap this up. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm sure we'll be fucking texting all all Saturday and Sunday morning. And, you know, last week of the transfer window, too. So if we're going to leave yeah. you with anything, it's next week. It might even be another long podcast because we have the week four fixtures. We have to preview week five. And then the transfer window is going to be busy. Wednesday's the last day next week, so I expect yeah. a lot of action. A lot of action. You know, Chelsea need a lot. West Ham need to make some moves. A lot of clubs still need a lot of business to get done. Liverpool needs a midfield. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went in for somebody. So, yeah, next week we'll be back, last week of the transfer window, and we'll be giving predictions. We'll yeah, give our 100%. top four, our relegation, champs. Let's do player of the season, young player of the season, Nice. Signing of the season. Let's do those. Oh, and yeah. then flop of the season. You know, we got to yeah. bring some negativity in here. Flop of the season. But, yeah, good first podcast. Brian, Orlando, we will be back next week. Week two of the podcast that will be named next week. We have no fucking name for this podcast. 
That's right. Go America. <laughs> Go Leeds United, the, the American team. You know, major Leeds soccer. We'll leave you at that. Peace. Peace. <laughs>